who was sent out here to do a story? To do a story about what? Uh, as you can see, there's construction underway here. Uh, they've dug out a little bit. There's water has accumulated. Traffic's backed up. In a city the size of Houston, there's always traffic. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I ask you. What in the fuck are we doing here? I really... No, I really want to... I got some bad ideas in my head. I just... Cookies need love like everything does. <laughs> and I will tell you... It's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, um, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. What's the purpose of the experiment? To stimulate the pineal gland with resonant vibrations. The pineal gland? Why? Dr. Pretorius believed the pineal was a dormant sensory organ. Sixth sense. Yes. Well, that's not a new theory. The philosopher Descartes believed it was the third eye. It's not a theory, it's a fact. Yeah, I'm still alive, I'm still breathing. I mean, look, we can all get into sort of feeling, you know, sorry for ourselves or having a pity party about the past or what's happened. It's just not worth it because it affects the present and it affects the future. You can't sort of play into that sort of stuff. Welcome to Pop Culture Purgatory. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is Chris Martins, Tron, if you will. And this is Joanna. Yeah! Hell yeah, Joe! Yay! <laughs> hey, I'm your buddy Holly. Oh! <laughs> uh, makes you I suppose. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, all right, you guys don't hear Mike. Uh, Mike couldn't make it tonight because uh, some fucker uh, <laughs> said he said he'd go out and smoke a cigarette and never came back and left Mike by himself. And he's imagine stuff right now. Yeah. Imagine the seething <sighs> rage. I'd be so pissed off. Oh, fucking so poor off. dude, man. Uh, but this, in a way, this episode's for Mike um, yeah. because he's not here. So, I, I, brother, we love you. When you listen to it, you'll feel the love. And fuck that guy. You're a better yeah. guy than that. And uh, we've all we've all gone through that shit before. So, anyways, yeah, fuck that dude. Yeah, fuck that guy. Listen to Weezer. Listen <laughs> to Blue. So we're, yeah, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the Weezer. We're talking about Weezer. Uh, the Blue album, the very first album, not the um, the demo, which is um, I the kitchen. What, I forget that what it's called. The kitchen tape. Yeah. Which came out in 1992. Um, this one is the yeah. first studio album from 1994, May 10th. And um, interesting enough, we we talked about uh, Rocket, we, not Rocket Warrior Picture. We talked about uh, Little Shop of Horrors last, and mm-hmm. how Geffen Records were a big ah. part of getting that getting that uh, uh, produced and put out. Geffen Records again had a hand in this record as well. Um, Geffen Records, uh, so the Kitchen Tape, which is a demo they put out, um, which brought them to the attention of a uh, DGC, the owner of the, the owner of uh, Geffen Records. He urged to choose a producer instead of self-producing, and we just selected. I could. I. I didn't know anything about this. Rick Ocasek of the from cars the cars. Yeah, to dude. Produced this album, dude. Yes. What a fucking incredible start is a first album to have. Right? Geffen behind you, and literally oh. like coming off of a Cars album is like the sound that you're gonna get. Oh, dude, what a fucking dream this would be. Right. How does this happen? Is this a California thing? Is this how it works? <laughs> well, it's LA. I think, it, I think they're an <laughs> yeah, LA band. So, yeah. yeah. 
they, they did a couple of shows in LA. They like did nothing before yeah. this. No, they just had that little. They had their tapes. demo, and then they like just played around together in their right. garage, and then they were just like, "Oh, we're gonna send our demos to a bunch of people." They mm. sent it to Rick Ocasek and other people. Yeah. That I didn't know, so it's okay. It doesn't it's matter. And um, they sent him out to there because they sent it to Rick Ocasek because they were just like, "We just we listened like to the the Cars' yeah. greatest hits." Oh. And okay. they were just like into it then. They're the like, greatest wow, we'll hits just... album. Wow. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? How serendipitous is this that they can just make an album in their garage because it's cheaper, uh-huh. then send it in to a famous garage. person, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that famous person be like, "Yeah, it's cool. I am going to produce you." Right. You've done oh. nothing. You have no uh, fan base. <laughs> and, and, at the, and at the time, uh, uh, it was all about grunge. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, so, so, which blows my mind because I feel like. Weezer's a pretty grunge band, in my opinion, honestly. Yeah. But I mean, it's poppier than that, but also it's a little bit more punky. It's, like pop, like, it's pop grunge, dude. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just, it, I think that at least, um, and we'll get to them. But we got, we're we're going to cover three, uh, 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 three Weezer albums, not tonight, but we're, uh, over time. <laughs> but even like the, the, the second one, the second one that we we cover is very much a grunge album, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. I mean, it's a these these guys are very much a grunge band. Uh, but I just it, it, it just shows the power of what grunge was back then. You got Pearl Jam, you got Soundgarden, you got fucking Silverchair, you got all these fucking dudes coming out. Yeah. Everybody sounds well, Bush. Soundgarden sounds way different than, in my opinion, Correct. way different than anybody else. But like you have all these other bands that are coming out that are like fucking depressing from the Midwest and yeah. fucking right. rainy all the time. And you have these dudes that come out and write songs that are upbeat, sad, but also upbeat. Yeah. Upbeat okay. sounding yeah. with kind of sad lyrics to them, which is. Yeah. Kind of fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah. With like with also with lyrics that are like um sort of like self-defecating too. Like yeah. like they understand sort of like uh like what the life is, but they also talk about how like depressing it is and how like life crushing it is and how like life could be a little bit better, but it's also simultaneously depressing, you know. But my, right. my my dad is not a great dad, but you know. We can do. We can wrestle with Jeremy and have fun, and we can do other things. But like, you know, <laughs> but he's still a drunk, and he's also a. a hard, um, if anybody's ever listened to like River Como talk about stuff, his dad was this hardcore religious guy, mm-hmm. and he was all about religion all the time. So he crushed. He, he pressed his son both sons, right? Yeah, he's got two brothers. River. Well, he got a River Cuomo's got a brother, uh, Leaves named Leaves. Leaves, right? Oh, crazy <laughs> rivers and leaves, dude. Rivers and leaves. <laughs> leaves Como. Wow. That's my wow, favorite. That. He um, really doesn't like it. <laughs> I, I want to. I want to have Joe talk about this. I don't know. I don't know if you've heard about this, uh, Tron. I thought this was extremely interesting about the artwork of the album. Oh, which that? is crazy because, like, when you look at the album, you don't really think artwork because it's just like blue mm-hmm. with the four of them there. But I was reading on Weezerpedia. Oh, okay. they have their own pedia. They own have pedia. their own pedia. Oh damn! Like Murderpedia, oh, which is pretty fun. Is that it's a thing free, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Murderpedia's got a bunch of serial killers and. Well, I should go look that up. Anyways, um, blah 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 blah. Um, the Blue Album was not supposed to be a uh, titled album. They just picked the color blue, and then mm-hmm. everyone just called it the Blue Album. But the thing is, uh, Rivers was given the option on like insight for the thing and on um, for the cover and he chose blue because he said when i was seven 
my family built a house. My parents said I could paint my room any color I wanted. I painted it my favorite color, a specific shade of blue. And when I was thinking about the cover for the first Weezer, Weezer album, I wanted it to be that same shade of blue. Just wow. like, I just picked it. And then this mode of nostalgia for the lost innocence of childhood was the same source for my look in the blue album era. So the glasses, the bowl cut, the Dickies, the blue t-shirt, the windbreaker, all of that. Okay. So he dressed everybody as like a childhood nostalgia. Cause okay. if you look at their clothes, they look like what they would have worn as practicing your song. early eighties kids. Yeah. As children almost. Yeah. And that's so interesting. Yeah. And then he just was like, well, I really like this color blue. So I'm going to make it that. Well, one, of just, the, one of the things I liked about Weezer, but that, that too much Weezer now, but back in the day, Weezer was that like you watch the music videos and Weezer's just the Weezer guys just seem like dudes. These yeah, that's the yeah. yeah, that's kind of their mo. It was something that like nobody was really doing at the time. Like it almost kind of seemed like everybody was trying to portray an image of making themselves look more grandiose than they really were. Yeah. And they were just like, "Yo, we're just like dudes that fucking." Because in reality, they just really were. We just yeah. literally came out of our garage and Correct. we're not doing this. Yeah, so they just so played in their garage together as like friends. Right. Say it ain't so, so that video is just those dudes playing like in their mom's house in the back room. Yeah. And they're drinking yeah. apple, apple juice boxes and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like dude. just dudes jamming up. Like hopefully my mom won't bang on the fucking door. I'm like you're too fucking loud. You know, shit Did like you that. know that Spike Jones um, produced? He directed that? Two of the videos. I don't remember what they were. One was the no. sweater song. Spike Jones. <laughs> Ed, directing it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the yeah. the sweater song one. He directed that. Uh huh. Wow. And then <sighs> the the Happy Days one. Oh, uh, oh, Holly. Yeah, yeah. Holly. Yeah. So he did those great, two, great and then there was another one. I don't remember what it said it was, but they didn't get Spike Jones on there, and it didn't do as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Spike Jones. Spike Jones is great. Yeah. Man. Directed um uh where the wild things are the oh, live yeah, action yeah. one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, I think he's in. Uh, if for you jackass fans out there, uh, Spike Jones actually plays like an old lady in a lot of those uh, old people uh, jackass. <laughs> the bad videos. grandpa Spike, runs, yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spike Jones is a really cool, interesting. He also directed uh, her. Uh, oh yeah, yeah Spike Jones actually, he did a ton of music videos. I yeah. mean, oh fuck, ton of music videos that. I mean, some of the most popular ones that had ever shown up on MTV around this era were probably done by Spike Jones. Right, Which right. Which is crazy. Yeah, he thought, he thought uh, and, you know, um, we have to mention that when we talk about this album. Uh, the three, the three videos from this album from Weezer are awesome. Mm -hmm. They're great, like they're iconic, man. Yeah. Sweater song, um, Buddy Holly, and uh, Say It Ain't So are some of the best videos you can. And it, yeah, was, but I'm going a little further than this though too. Even like uh, Island of the Sun, it's a great oh, yeah. video. But like, just really, they, they produce really just kind of fun yeah. videos. They're interesting, like especially Sweater Song. It's very weird. It's like the it's like a 360 camera, like dog running in. Yeah, and, and it's like, all blue. It's all mm -hmm. blue. Uh, people stop playing guitar and drums after a while and just kind of just hang out. And they're just doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah, it's it's all in a blank set, and they're just singing. And, and River Cuomo's got that horrible haircut. Yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> it's very bad. That's a rough one. Uh, <laughs> it's a rough haircut. Um, he, he he rocked that for a bit, but it was like yeah, yeah it was brutal. But um, Anyways, let's well, let's get into it. So uh, the first yeah. song we got is My Name is Jonas, man, which is a, a, a great track. So. She's a banger, dude. My name is Jonas. I'm carrying 
a banger. This, this song fucking goes right off the bat. Um, so the guy, uh, I was actually reading about this earlier today because I was I was so like this being a band that's big enough to do actual like there's enough information out there to have real background in you know insight right. on right because right. we came off of circus survive where there's not a lot not of a lot. tracking a lot. there's historians here there's people that have a fucking they have their own wikipedia so there's <laughs> <laughs> there's enough there to like actually capture some background information yeah there's no circopedia yet so yeah <laughs> <laughs> no circopedia <laughs> <laughs> fucking golden, dude. <laughs> but, uh, take it, this please song. take it. Yeah, this song. So this song apparently was about his brother. Yeah, uh, yeah Joe looking this up today. Yeah, right. And so uh, who was having insurance problems after a serious car crash while at college? Yeah. According to Como, the song explains how the plan is reaming us all, especially my brother. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, I just like that he wrote a song, and he's like, my brother's getting screwed over by the insurance company after his accident. And I'm gonna write a song. Like, yeah, that's good enough for <laughs> yeah. you. To write a song. Well, see, I, I always thought the song was about it, it, what it comes down to. It is it's basically the same thing. I always thought the song was about like uh, revolt and like uh, the union, like like you know fighting the man. Like like all right, yeah. so it goes against the union. So we we all fucking because the workers are going yeah, home. We stop yeah. working and we we just we fight. You know, because I I used to work for a telephone company. I was a lineman. Hey, I remember those those union guys oh. were fucking hardcore. They're like, like, fuck you. I ain't working at all. You will not. Uh, you can't make me leave. You, you can't, can't kick me out. Them. I'm gonna fucking fight for this. And they they would sit in the office all day long, not doing shit, and they wouldn't work. They they, they get they would get um, uh, orders in to go sh- fix like poles and fix like um, the telephone pads that kind of stick out of the ground. You can open up. The, they, they look like uh, a dick uh-huh. coming out of the ground. Yeah. You have a little a ratchet. You open it up, and you can fix the telephone lines. Mm-hmm. They would have they have they'd have shit. Uh, they'd have orders that come through, and they'd be like, "Nope, not doing it." They yeah, move. those they're diehard man. Those fucking uh, people give shit to the unions, but we wouldn't have weekends without them, dude. Like, oh, correct. Agree. Yeah, they've yeah. done a lot. Yeah, and we you know what? They always had jobs afterwards. Yep. So mm-hmm. yeah, good fuck with them. But uh, but when, once uh, Joe f- uh, found the information about the song, it made a lot more fucking sense, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild, man. And the lyrics to it are fucking amazing, too. Oh, yeah, man. It's a great song, dude. I okay. love this fucking song. To open an That's album like this. you shown us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to open the album like this is fucking great, dude. The yeah. workers are going home. Yeah, I love it, man. <laughs> it's so great, dude. Yeah, I, I always love the, the shoot-shoot train comes in on time. <laughs> Ticket costs only your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's hilarious to me is like the writing credit for the acoustic part at the start of this song was Jason Cropper, whose name might not sound familiar, because he literally started off with the band and has writing credit on just this song. Oh, I read about this. Yeah, dude. He like worked with the band in the early years, like putting it together and put this song together and like help arrange this song. And basically got his wife pregnant and was just like, yeah, we're just not seeing eye to eye anymore. And yeah. he started. And so he just deuced out before Weezer became one of the biggest fucking bands of all time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I Dude. read what I read is a very it, it was very, very Californian. It was yeah. like, like, all right. So like he's not the vibe. Basically, what it came down was the vibe's not working anymore. So he's killing the vibe. So we got to kick him up because our, our our views and our vibe aren't working anymore. But he also played the uh, one of the guitars. 
in there for a little bit on some oh, of the songs. Okay. I think that's what mm-hmm. I read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He well, there did. are two guitarists. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he played it for a little bit. And then when he left, Cuomo was like, oh, that's cool. I'll re-record it all. He re-recorded oh. all of his stuff. Oh, hey, man. He so got the, that he's he, not on the album. Wow. Oh, he got, he got the, the best. He yeah, got the he got best the, treatment from the Beatles. Dude, <laughs> fucking right before it blows up, you're just he out got of your the Beatles treatment. <laughs> <laughs> he got the Pete best treatment, dude. Just like fucking yeah. right before a band explodes, you're just yeah. like, oh, you get the boot. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So, and Rivers did like, I think it was only like three or four songs. It wasn't a lot of them, but mm-hmm. he did, he re recorded that guy's part in like one sitting. I believe it. He just like Whoa. went in and he was like, I got it. I think Cuomo is a great guitarist. He yes. I, I know, I'll, I'll mention it as we go on, but I think there, um, we talk about this. Um, there are certain bands that have their own certain styles, obviously, but I think even more specific than that are uh, guitarists that have their own specific sort of solos. Steinbeck mm-hmm. uh, has his own solo. Um, uh, uh, Josh Holm has his own type of solo. Um, mm-hmm. I think Robert Cuomo has his own style of solo. Totally you agree. Know, you know it's Weezer when you hear that solo, and it's a beautiful solo. It's, it's something that's really, sadly for me, that's really died over year. Because, you know, Weezer puts out an album like every two years, which is kind of, a for me, a mistake. Because, yeah. you know, I, I've, always come, I've always come from the idea that a band should wait if they want to make a really great album, like let's say even like like Tool it, did, huh? Like Tool did. Wait, well, that, that, album, that album wasn't great. It was good. It was good. Yeah. But like, um, say like, um, uh, 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 okay. All right, I'm just using an example. Good. All right, so like, uh, so like Pantera. Pantera put out an album like every three years. Yeah. But they would. It's, it's three years that they had. That's to on do top it to of doing uh, tours, tours and shit. Yeah. Right. Deftones were putting out albums, like, de- even the last Deftones album, it took a long time for the last Deftones album came out, and it wasn't a very good album. Yeah. But to keep originality, you can't be like, um, and I always talk, I always think back to this, when Red Hot Chili Peppers put out, like, Ar- Arcadia Stadium, whatever it was, mm-hmm. it's like 25 tracks. And I'm immediately cautious, like, holy shit. Because it's too yeah. many 25 songs. tracks. It's a lot, dude. Yeah. Condense right. that shit, yeah. And right, right. This is ten songs, and all ten of them are fantastic. Right, yes. You've got twenty-five fantastic songs that are each no. three to four minutes long. <laughs> Come on, amazing! Right. You should get paid the big bucks. Right, you're yeah. doing great things. I agree with that, but you should always be cautious if the band comes out like with an album like within the six months of oh. the other album. Like it's it's once okay, a things, year. What's going on? Who's yeah. they're doing late? Like like Mastodon fell hard for me. I used to love Mastodon, but they started putting. It, they would do like a, they would wait every three to four years to put an album out. And then at a certain point, where they got really popular after yeah. after Crack the Sky, albums coming out a year later. Mm-hmm. Then they got six months later, they're putting out a single. Then they, they got a, they got a whole track, a whole album. And I'm like, oh, yeah. all the stuff, all the creative creativity is lost. They're just putting out shit. Yeah, you get pressured to put it all out. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, I feel like this album was it kind of set the precedent for this band. And I feel like it's something they always have been trying to chase since their entire career. I mean, they even like yeah. had songs about going back to the garage because yeah. they're like, I right. don't know what we did. We fucked up by making the whole Beverly Hills thing. Uh, whatever the fuck, are uh, going down the roads they went down. They're like, we're sorry, we betrayed ourselves. Like, that's kind of the attitude they've had, at least last I checked in with them, of just like, we want to go back to that kind of music. Why, I'm sorry we did this to you guys kind of thing. And it's just... And- yeah, they can it, do it. I just don't know yeah. why they don't go back to it. I just don't understand. Because I think you lose something. I think they you, do. 
I think you lose something by, and I think this happens to a lot of bands. And and this is, I think this is the fucking curse, dude. It's like to build something completely authentic, you need to act like this is how I'm going to fucking survive is by you're pouring your entire fucking heart into something after you make millions of dollars and you're like, Oh, that made me a ton of money. And you lose touch with like, you know, it's, it's just a completely different way of living life. Once you're insanely famous and have a shit ton of money Versus the authenticity of being literally in a garage with your friends fucking writing music. Right. Yeah, because right. you don't live in a garage anymore. You, you live, live in, in a mansion. mansion. You live in a mansion. Yeah. And you're right. not, you have a studio. You're not going to go produce it in your mom's garage. Right. But yeah. the thing is, on though. The, cul-de-sac. the thing is, though, with Weezer, it's a garage band. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. straight up true a garage band. Like yeah. this shit sounds like from a garage. And you can, if you really want to think about it and listen to it, it's come from a garage. It's even a song about fucking playing in the garage. Yeah. So, I mean, in my garage. <laughs> yeah. You're not going yeah, to. I can't. got kitty pride. <laughs> oh, that's fucking right. And my dice, and my colors too. Yeah, we get, we'll, we'll get it's, there. There's, but, bands, there's hey. bands that can't get away with that uh, because yeah. they're they're not being relatable by being your, your friend almost, like the way we right. do it. Right. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a I, I, I mention it only because I love we, I love the, uh, I love three like straight three Weezer songs, uh, albums. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Th- like three albums. I love them like straight up, like Same. I love them. Every, no, no problem. Like I have no questions about them. The thing is though, I, it, it's just so wild. Kind of like how you're talking about it now, Tron. It's just so crazy how you can go from this point blue album to like. The Red Album, which is garbage. Uh, there's that bit that album with the bear on it. It's a huge bear. It's, it's garbage. Yeah, that I was mean, a there's so many. They, they did an album of covers, which are great covers. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but um, they're just exact covers. They put no sort of twist on them. They just come, <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I but, picked up on that just, too. I was like, "Where's, where's the juice, man? Give me the fucking right. Weezer juice." Just re-released it. <laughs> yeah, it's that, it's that one, like yeah. when, 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 when Deftones covers like Sade, and it's fucking Deftones Sade cover of uh, yeah. uh, 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 Ordinary Love or some shit. That's a beautiful cover. That's a, oh, that, that makes good. Deftones that's Deftones cover. You or know? their cover of "Say It Ain't So" off of this album, which was one of the biggest fucking train wrecks right. I've ever seen in my life. But it was still Deftones. Great cover. Um, also, cover, like we talked about with the Crow back in the day, the uh, with um, oh yeah, with uh, with Nice Nails, you know, uh, uh, Empty Souls. Great cover, yeah. man. Great awesome. fucking better than the actual fucking original song. So you have to it, make yeah. it your own, you know. So you know, it's just it's weird. I I I, <laughs> I don't get it, but <laughs> I think it's why it hurts me so much talking about like, talking about how like oh there's a new Weezer Weezer's going going to concert again. Yeah. I, I don't really want to see Weezer, and it sucks because I love Weezer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for me, it was a huge. uh, For me, I would have considered it when I was more serious about music. It was a milestone in playing music that I've I've always heard that Weezer, whatever supporting bands they have, would go backstage and play foosball together. I was thinking, I always thought how fucking cool it would be. To play oh, a show with Weezer and play fucking foosball with Weezer <laughs> backstage, be it's great. Like the, the coolest fucking thing of all time. Right. Like yeah. I said it, I said it as a fucking goal that I never got to do, and it's just something I've always wanted to fucking do. One day, man. Never say never. Yeah, never. I'll never say never. But man, that <laughs> I don't even know if I want to play foosball with his ass anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. 
I don't think I we're eye, I don't think we're eye to eye. <laughs> yeah, right. Not now. Not now. No, no, no. I, I, I don't really understand what they're doing now. But anyway, whatever. Anyway, so um uh, next song. So so oh, Miami no, Jones is a great track. It's yes. a really great track. It, it's an empowering empowering track. Um like like Tron said, it's a great track to open up the fucking whole album to. Love it. It's, it's it's amazing. It's fantastic. And I will put the music in here, obviously. It'll be here. But like it's it is a really great song. Yeah, it's it's very fucking solid, dude. But again, like every track, every track, a banger for sure. And um, like every track on this album, surprisingly very palatable, dude. Like the, yeah. this oh, yeah. music's easy to pick up for anybody, dude. You could throw this down and and immediately like somebody who doesn't even really listen to fucking any kind of rock or anything, or just they can just be like, oh yeah, okay, I can see why this is you know attractive, well written. Uh, it's got a punchy fucking chorus and. Yeah, right. dude, anybody could pick this up. Right. All right, so what we got next? We got no, no one, one else. No one else. My girl's got a big mouth with which she battles a lot. She has a most ever friend, whether it's funny or not. And if you see her, So I, I gotta mention this real quick. I talked to, to Tron about this earlier. We started recording. Like I want to get into this, dude. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so me and Joe met back. When we we used to work at a, a, an office building. It was this company called Disa uh, Incorporated. And um, I asked her out. We went on a date. I gave her. I gave her um, Dire Straits. Dire Straits. Uh, first album. Oh. Uh, on, the, on the waterway. It was great. Yeah. 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 It was great. To my car. It's a great fucking album. It's sexy as fuck. It's a, one yeah. of the best albums of all time. And then, so we uh, we go on a date, and then when we go on a date, my dad's old piece of shit truck with the heater core is out, so it's cold as fuck. <laughs> heater doesn't work. It's just cold as shit. We're wrapped up in jackets. I used to take Bryce to daycare. He I wrap him in three blankets and a fucking chair in the back. He's freaking with a beanie. I give him my beanie, my big ass beanie. He's like three. He's like he's like five years old. Just cold as fuck. Yeah. He's cool. He's okay. He's got his little DS. He's playing his little DS playing some Mario. But um, we went on a date and we started listening to uh, we started talking about music and stuff like that. We found out we like Weezer and we will listen to the Blue Album. Uh, Jesus Christ, maybe every other weekend. Yeah, it's religiously. Great. Yeah, religiously. It's yeah. it's my favorite. That's what I got. Uh, for what Christmas? You got it for me. For, you got me the blue. I album got him the blue album vinyl. 
And I was like, oh, well, this is also a gift to me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I love it. So it's, I used to steal my brother's CDs and like listen to all of his jazz. That's how I learned music uh-huh. was my cake oldest brother. Too. Yeah, cake, mm-hmm. all of it. Uh, there was no doubt. There was Nirvana. All of the early 90s, yeah. early, nah, late 90s stuff was Until early 90s yeah all of that mid 90s pretty much all of that i stole from my brother and i'd listen to it and i'd be like i remember listening to the sweater song in like i don't know sixth grade and being like oh my god you guys there's this song about this person getting naked <laughs> I just like, oh, giggles because i was like they said naked and i thought it was so funny but like i've always loved the songs like from sixth grade when I stole my brother's CD. That's so awesome. That you, yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I guess the critical success of this album, I think, is kind of understated here because this thing was a fucking monster, wasn't it? Didn't they sell... It went multi-platinum, I believe. Yeah, it was a huge Yeah, hit. it went huge crazy. Hit. Yeah. Which um, is awesome. And how could it not? How could it fucking their, not? How could it not? Dude? For their first album. I'm still <laughs> that still blows my mind. Away. Yeah, it's so crazy. To have Geffen behind it, too, on top of everything else is just so... Yeah fucking mind-blowing to me but yeah this song to me it's it kind of uh it kind of comes off as a very possessive but you see some of river's personality in a lot of his lyrics right you do. and he yeah. said on the uh weezerpedia thing too he was like that one is one that was like my inner feelings of assholery yeah. you know like where this is what i want to do because i'm like you can't go out and see anybody else you're only <laughs> right. for me but yeah. he's like then we have Pinkerton, which is a that. complete yeah. reaction. Oh, my that. God, <laughs> it was, dude. It was mainly just the thing of, like, I, I want you to be only for me. I right. understand Oof. other people. Which is fun and interesting because the song is really fun. Yes. So and it doesn't sound as yeah. misog- misogynistic <laughs> and right. assholey. Right. But, like, when he's just, because he's, like, yeah. my girl's got a big, big mouth. mouth. With which she blabbers a blabbers lot. Blabbers a lot. She laughs at most everything, whether it's funny or not. And if you see her, <laughs> tell her it's over now. <laughs> I just like how he's like, she's just some dumb broad. Pretty yeah. Much. He's like, yeah. I want a girl who will laugh for no one else. When I'm away, she puts her makeup on her shelf. You can't sing it. Oh. You can't sing it. I don't know if I can. I want a girl who, who will, will laugh, laugh for no one else. else. When, when I'm away, she puts her makeup on the shelf. Yeah, don't you? When, when I'm away, that. she never leaves the house. Hey, hey, hey. I'm This is a staple of a completely unhealthy fucking relationship. Right, right. <laughs> it's a relationship. And it's also like very uh, speaking downward to oh, his girlfriend. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, it's a possession. You can't come out with this kind of like the lyrics <laughs> to this, dude. This is like this is the shit. Like if you really feel that way, you either like need to internalize it, and for sure he's breaking up with her in the song. This no. is the right move because you need to figure yourself out. Yeah. Rivers is just as much of a problem as she is in this relationship. Oh, Rivers has got a lot of yeah, he's got. But a lot like of this was one of my favorite. What a fun songs. song! <laughs> it's a fun song. It's a good melody, dude. This is- 
how I chose all my music in sixth grade was if it was fun, I liked it. It didn't matter on the lyrics. Uh-huh. I loved this song as a sixth it's, grade girl. It's I was like, just like um, uh, my girl like, got like, eyeballs in, in the, the back, back of her head. head. <laughs> I, she looks around and around. You know what makes me sad to see her like that. But you know what, Rivers? I think you got eyeballs in the back of your fucking head. No yeah. shit, dude. But like I, I think about this. Remember when Smashing Pumpkins put out fucking Rat in a Cage? Uh-huh. And oh, I was yeah. like, man, rat, this song's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then my aunt goes, you know what the song's about? I'm like, it's a rat in a cage. He's like, it's about Christianity. And you're like, it's oh. It's about putting, it, oh. you are, you, <laughs> <laughs> you, they, your family, your high religious family puts you in a fucking cage. And it's wow. hard to get out of that cage because you're maybe not believing what they believe. And I'm like, what the fuck is this about? Like, it was a catchy yeah. tune. Fuck. Yes. This is all of the songs, it's just brutal. like all of the 50s songs that I love. And they're all super misogynistic oh and creepo. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, the one it's. They're uh, whipping. They're whipping. It's like slave. They're whipping. Like, uh, yeah, what's his name? He just died recently. Uh, the guy who produced like the Beach Boys and shit who just died with oh, okay. a crazy oh. top hair. He just died yeah. recently. Oh yeah. Um, you know yeah, what I'm yeah about? that guy. That pretty uh-huh. much probably definitely killed his fucking girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spectre? Yeah, yeah, Spectre, yeah, yeah. Spectre. Phil Spectre, Phil Spectre, right? Phil Spectre. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how he had a girlfriend. That you, dude was uh, money. Money. He made a lot of money. Yeah, he made a yeah, lot of money. Yeah, yeah. You can in, girls, especially in California, you can yeah, they'll, they'll find their way to live, you. listening to this podcast, ladies, um, don't go with people with money. Make Sometimes sure they have crazy They're also attractive. <laughs> <laughs> and also that they have a personality where they might not murder you. Which so, is the Rivers deep. Coma vibe off of this song? <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. It's, and I think, and hopefully, what you're saying here is that he's he's realized that he's come up, he understands what this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like, no, I I put that in there. And On purpose. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's kind of like a I know I feel this way. It's, it's more like I'm making a bad movie and I know it's a bad movie. Uh, correct. And yeah. And it's not like a joke about it. He's like, no, no, no. This is what I really want. For real. It's- this is what's inside. And it takes. And you- I know what? it's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please don't believe her. She <laughs> said that for anyone. Well, <laughs> Damn, dude, leave this chick, man. It's just not for you. And also, you're damaged, and you're projecting your, you're projecting <laughs> your like therapy. lack of confidence onto her. And dude, right. like, oh uh, yeah, there's so much wrong with this. But at the same time, it was written by Rivers Coma, who's a fucking kid, I believe, at the time. And I, as a child, probably felt the same way in my initial relationships of just being jealous oh, and fucking oh, dumb like that. Yeah, just being... As a kid, you want that girl to just be there. Yes, your girl. That girl should be all about you. And yeah, yeah, yeah I, it's, it's a ridiculous your, thing. You're great but it's also dating. You have a dude, and he looks at some other chick, and you're just like, what are you doing? Right. And you're just like, it's fine. Just look, but love me only. It's a selfish kid thing, but also what ma- what makes the album more uh, understandable and likable is that you can understand it. Yeah, so, it's good. Of it's course. One of those songs. So. Yeah, 100%, dude. Love the song. Great song. Um, it, the problems are known by Rivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Rivers is a pretty well-spoken dude. I've, seen, I've listened to him on uh, uh, Mark Maron before. He's he, he comes all out. He doesn't fucking lie about anything. He's all about it. Like, yeah. As a, as a person, Not I a really like him, dude. I think he's kind of got shit figured out because he even, like, once he had the money, he was just like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on my own education. Like, went back to college. and Yeah. Uh, right. Like, yeah, I mean, he's – and I think he uh, – correct me if I'm wrong because I really haven't read up on this just from when you last. He's in I'm kind of a dedicated it. relationship and 
like has his own shit oh, yeah. figured out yeah. has he's for got, a while. Yeah, he's got kids and he's got a wife and it's been yeah, it's been figured out for a, at least five years. He's Good. figured things out. But like it but it took a lot I, I remember reading like I think after I can't I can't remember the album. The album was like what the, the stars. Um mm. it's like they're all on the cover too, just like the green album or the blue <sighs> album. And uh it's actually a really good album, in my opinion, but um, no one really talked about it very much. Uh, but uh, this, after that album, they kind of became this sort of really well-produced sort of commercial machine, which wasn't very fun. Uh, but I can't really – if you look, you go on Wikipedia and look up, like, Weezer's albums, you'll find the album. But I'm pretty Wait, sure – When did that, it come out? Do you... I don't know. I think it's after Melodroid. Because I think Melodroid is probably the, the last better – So the there's Line in the Witch and there's Make Believe, and I can't – uh, yeah, Jordan's, Jordan's looking right now, uh, but uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure okay. it out. Okay, stars. All right, here you go. Um, this is great for radio. No, it's not radio. <laughs> it's, rec- it's recorded. What's we go down this path many a time. <laughs> what is? Yeah, we have. We have. What's this black here? What's this black? That's these are black. I don't think it's called black. All right. right. Make believe. Make, is it make believe? It's make believe. Yeah, I think it's make believe. If it's a black one that has a bunch of white scribbles in the background, that's make believe. It's like stars and shit in the background, or whatever. Yeah, I think that's it, dude. Okay, yeah, that's good. a that's a pretty good album too, in my opinion. But I think after after that, because I think that album's after Melodroid. Okay. Th- yeah, uh, Tron's right. Yeah, it's make believe. Um, but um, I think after that album, that's when it became super commercial, like oh. hardcore commercial. So God. Yeah, it hurts my heart to say that yeah. they became really commercial. That that, that Beverly Hill Beverly Hill shit. Wow, I, no. what an embarrassing day in life. I think Mike actually mentioned on a uh, worst songs episode back in the day was Beverly Hills by Weezer. I think yeah, yeah, that's, that's high on my list of hateable fucking songs. It was uh, so bad too because I was like, I love Weezer, and then that one comes out, and I remember it coming out and being so excited. And I went to Fry's, I'm pretty sure, Oh. and bought it. Oh, and then okay. I was like, oh, what is this? This isn't what I <laughs> Why? like. Why is this here? <laughs> I don't want it. They put too much pop in the pop grunge thing they were doing. And yeah. the biggest problem with that was they didn't need to. And, it, and no. almost they definitely did a sellout thing. And I put this on Rick Rubin, honestly. And I love Rick Rubin. But he had a huge hand in that fucking record. Uh, and on, I that, think- on that record? Yeah, yeah. I did not he, know Rick Rubin. They recorded. They recorded in his home studio wow. in Los Angeles, dude. Yeah, and I love Rubin, dude. Rubin's me a too. Producer. In, in my eyes, he can almost do no fucking wrong, dude, because he Except has made that this was just something that I think he got his hands into the wrong kind of way or couldn't steer them the right way, or yeah. intentionally maybe they did it. Intentionally, maybe they did it to get a fucking cash prize and then just yeah. check yeah. out. And then come out with another album saying, "Let's go back to the garage." <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, the guy who who's on American Records, which is one of the greatest levels of all time. Uh, this that's a real that's a real bummer. The guy who, who the guy who basically produced almost every fucking Slayer album. Mm. What a bummer. Yeah, that that Dude. hurts. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a and I like and I like listening to Rick Rubin's uh, like. Like interviews and conversations, he's a really fun guy. Oh, he's brilliant. Um, and also, uh, there's a I think it's a book out right now. It's Rick Rubin. Not a maybe not a book. It's a it's a documentary. It's Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney. Oh yeah, uh, recording an album together, yeah. which is really Ooh. fun. Uh, I think it's, it sounds really cool and it could be interesting to, to check out. But Rick Rubin's such a interesting guy. He, he, he Rick Rubin produced um, uh, Metallica's last best album. They did uh, Death Magnetic. Yeah, which um, which was 
I was surprised, but I actually bought that fucking disc. But mm. I remember, like, like wow, like Rick Rubin must have pushed these motherfuckers hard to get them back where they needed <laughs> to be. It was like old school thrash again, but like because before that, we got what, the garbage of um, Sandman, Saint Anger, and shit uh, like that. It's all like garbage. Literally trash can drums on that fucking trash mix, can dude. drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah guys, my favorite meme, dude. <laughs> yeah, my favorite meme too. And again, you have your favorite YouTube channels too of, of dudes actually playing trash can lid, lids yeah. for, <laughs> with the song. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, if you look, great. if you look up uh, Saint Anger, there's yeah. guys actually. They're like drummer dudes will actually play this that that fucking hi hat with that fucking old school trash can lid the whole time. It's hilarious. I fucking love the internet, dude. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so awesome, dude! I'm so gonna watch that after we get off of this thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I always still, I always still like this, and I, I don't know if you've seen this, Tron. I'm sorry, we're getting off weeds a little bit, but like, sure. you guys have to watch. It's, <sighs> a, I think it was from VH1. I think they were making Saint Anger at the time. It's a, all behind the scenes, like basically making the record, and it's uh-huh. so fucking. Stupid. Oh no, I've seen it. Oh. I've seen it, dude. Yeah, I've see, actually. Okay. It's I watched that one, and I also watched the documentary where they all go to fucking therapy and. Uh, yeah, the, 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 dude, it's it's just <laughs> the, the at some point it's just got to be like we're in this because <laughs> money, you know, money, and money. It's, it's a cash machine. Like Kirk Hammett, come out, dude. It's gonna be okay. The world will accept you, and then it's just fucking. <laughs> it's gonna be all right, dude. And the band can fucking come come together as one, and then maybe make another one good album before they all retire. Yeah. It's, it, that, that documentary itself is, is something to really like oh. bring out a microscope and like really deep dive in because yeah, those guys are a bunch of fuck. I, I don't know how they made albums in the past. I don't mm. know how they did it. I, I really don't. But the I mean, personalities are just so over right, the top. Right. Besides the basis, what's his name? The old school basis uh, when he we after oh. he did uh, like uh, the garage days and shit. That guy with Orion, like he did the bass solo to Orion, right? I think so. But he's like the most like real person <laughs> but anyways getting off that so we're, we're 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 moving into uh the world has turned and left me here I didn't realize this. 
I thought the song was later in the album, but to hit you up with such a heavy song, like really way early, early in the album. Wow. Yeah. That blew my mind. Do you know and what I this think... song is about? Do you guys know what this song is about? Because I do not. Um, I read not... something and I think it was uh I thought it was a breakup song, but it it kind of is. It was like yeah, the with the song Say It Ain't So. <laughs> that one comes first, where he's talking about um his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the one? Maybe it's maybe Same. it's no one else that he's talking about. He's talking about having a girlfriend and all of that stuff. And then after that relationship ends, then he finds out the world has turned and left me here. Right. And now I'm alone. Right. Whereas I thought I, yeah, it's that one. Because it was, uh, I thought I had my girlfriend and my life and everything together, even though I was an asshole. Yeah. And then I just now made, the world I, has turned and left me here. Right. Uh, I just made love. Uh, with your sweet memory, 1,000 times in my head, you said you loved it more than ever you said. Yeah. That's oh. great. That's, yeah, that's him beating off to the memory. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you remain turn away, turned away, turning further every day. Um, yeah. We talk, I talked for hours to you, to your wallet photograph, and just listened. You laughed and chanted my intelli- intellect. Or maybe you didn't. Yeah. That's a pretty fucking powerful piece of lyrics, man. This song and actually also, spoke to me. Tron's right, right jacking off. Yeah. <laughs> jacking like, off. He's <laughs> just, it's like he's reminiscing and being like, well, fuck, I had it. And now I don't have it. So now I just have to jack off to your wallet right. picture. You yeah. remain turned away, turning further every day. Yeah. Because yeah. the picture, the, 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 Probably the the, the uh, position of the picture of her is probably turning away. And he's <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny because, like, when you read the lyrics, I was like, "Oh, this is depressing." But when you hear the song, you're like, "It's I, upbeat." I, I feel good. I feel good. Right. There's so good upbeat. Doing that. But also, full, I I still find it very sad. Like what? the song that it's called. If it's called, if he says. The world has turned and left, left me here. Me here. Yeah, I uh, get it. Where you, uh, before where you appeared and in this space is an empty place. Like, it feels the void behind my face. It's a pretty depressing <sighs> fucking So, so it's a very melody. That They do a great job at having melancholy songs. Yes. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like that little mix. But again, this, again, speaks out to Co- Como. Uh, his, his, his codependency i think dude it just really fucking comes out big on this one too but it's it, this is this is heartbreaking because i related so much to it when i was younger oh yeah 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 because yeah. i was just like, i don't oh. being heartbroken like the real heartbreak at young age is just you know unmatched for the rest of your life yeah, they're brutal. yeah, yeah. Really yeah. And, and also usually pretty Terribly written. This one actually oh, is written pretty really, well. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, 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 unlike my shit that I wrote when I was a kid, when I broke up oh. my girlfriend, you know, pretty bad. God, You're a whore. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> just no couth whatsoever, dude. It's just straight yeah. up like you dumb bitch. The world is on fire and I'm I'm on it <laughs> now that you're gone. Like, oh, dude, just the dumbest things that have been it's written. Shit. I hope, and, I hope, I hope I lost all of that to the fucking flood, dude. <laughs> I hope it's all gone. I hope it's all gone. I hope nobody ever has to pull it up and fucking look at it and cringe. I hope it's no, burnt hope or somebody, gone. Somebody found it somewhere. Oh, oh don't say that, Joe. Like, don't, say oh, that. don't say that, Joe. Man. <laughs> My dad paid $100 to have us re- uh, our DVD recorded, our first show, and it's all there. On oh, that no. Yep. Yeah. 
We oh, I'll bring it to you. We come up with, we come up with August eighth. I'll bring yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Watch it. Please, please do, dude. Yes. I have to see this. Um, this is what you showed me. What on our like. I don't know. Within like, the first month of dating, he was like, "Do you want to like?" It wasn't. It wasn't the. Shit. Do you want to see my band? I love that, dude. It, it wasn't that. It was like, oh yeah, you know, I was in, I a, was band. in a band, and it was yeah. like, yeah, I have a DVD of it, and I was like, so I can listen to it, and he was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, maybe how, old, I how old are they? Don't do that. How old we are they? Dating. How's the how, how's, uh, how's the, the DVD? video? Like, how long since? Uh, was it around the era we were playing? Uh, we were probably. Oh, you guys were. You guys were a band. Um, oh, okay. We're probably twenty. Yeah. Twenty years old, maybe twenty-one. Oh yeah. shit, dude. So okay, well that wasn't too long uh, before we played our first show together. Oh, you, you and me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I could be wrong. I could be, oh, I could be lower. I'm not sure the time. They actually, the fun part about the DVD is it actually has the time on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's what fucking it painful it's that pretty... you have that on video, yeah. dude. I'm so yep. glad that, and I'm still hoping that no evidence exists because it's like, <laughs> what, what turns into like a kid getting his heart broken is like, I'm gonna write a poem and lyrics about this. It's like, are you a fucking poet now? <laughs> Did you overnight become a fucking poet? Really, dude? Yeah. Yeah. No, you have no skill in doing this. <laughs> and a lot of the songs were, you know, a lot of songs were anchor songs, but also that was the first time I started learning, really truly learning how to play guitar, which is really cool. Martin, oh, true that, true that, started, dude. Martin started like teaching me how to play guitar, and I started learning. I, I, I my dad, I, I bought a guitar, I bought a fucking amp, and I started really playing, learning how to play guitar. But I got broke up pretty hardcore, and I was just like, right, all this stupid this shit. Oh, dumb. I know, shit. and I know. I remember Martin just being so like, yeah. But listen, you can change some here, some stuff here and there. But <laughs> yeah, no, man, I'm fucking angry. And he's just like, "All right, it's cool. All he's right, like, pal, let's work through this. Okay, it's gonna be fine." Right. <laughs> Martin's such a G, dude. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he helped. We talked when we talked about the Circus Survive uh, album. I'm talking about like you know, giving uh, ideas for lyrics. You know, Martin was that first guy. Like, all right, mm, yeah, maybe not, not so much. <laughs> Give it a break. <laughs> Well, anyway. it's because, because getting broken up with as a kid makes you the most neckbeard any of us have ever been. And it's <laughs> really, yeah. like, the things that come out need to be fucking wrangled in, dude, for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about, like, abortions and shit. Like, I was yeah. going oh, yeah. dark. I was going real dark. Yeah, I, I was down there. a journal and not tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, and I hope those journals burn in hell, dude. I Don't hope. Read. <laughs> I was calling her, like, a, the C word and uh, all kinds of shit. I was, I was oh, really yeah. pissed, yeah, yeah, pissed yeah. off. Add, add teenage edginess or fucking early 20s edginess to everything. And it's going to happen. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Can't wait. Right. Let's, let's, let's move into something more fun. Buddy Holly. Oh, Holly. yeah. Very upbeat.
So I don't know what y'all's experience is, but this song was my first experience with Weezer in general. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so I believe that my first time listening to it, it was on, I think Windows had a deal with Weezer. I'm not even joking. It's how fucking it is. Where the only video that was on my family's computer was this one video. And I talked to friends about it, too. And I think with whatever version of Windows that came out, I'll have to fucking research this. I'm so shitty I didn't do it. But uh, I think there's a version of Windows that came out that had this video, music video, with the happy days and everything happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And literally, I was like, this song fucking slaps, dude. This is amazing. (laughs) I fucking love this. I want to hear more from this. I was a kid. Like, this was right when this shit came out, dude. I... See, okay, so there's MTV, and we didn't have cable, so all of the songs that came out in the time that I was listening to any music was, I never saw the videos. So Jeremy's always like, oh yeah, you've seen this video? And I'm like, I've never seen the video, ever. And so when I first saw this, I had, I was an adult. (laughs) Oh shit. And I was like, oh, this is, this is clever. I like this a lot. I had also watched Happy Days because they had old TV. I did too. Um, it's, it's the best. Loved it. Great show. Uh, I just really like the way it starts out because it's like, what's with these homies dissing my girl? And I was like, who are these white boys saying this? Like, what? <laughs> yes. What a great way to open this song, too. Yeah. And I was just like, what great lyrics those are. How fucking. <laughs> I remember thinking as a sixth grader being like, dissing my girl, huh? That's That's where we're at? This isn't yeah. how people talk to each other. That's but I was my- so dog shit dumb too that even though I watched Happy Days and saw this, I was like, is this an old music video? Right? And I don't know this band. I was just like, are these guys from like literally the fucking like 70s? And I just didn't know about this. I was that dumb because they did a great job in the video of like making it look old school. And they, they used reactions from the show to like, yes. when he was like the actual oh, solo they do like so the head great. turns and they matched it up okay i just pulled it up actually buddy holly video was included on the windows 95 cd-rom resulting <laughs> in the skyrocket popularity and earning weezer a place in the history of mtv music awards i love this i love that you saw it on windows like that like how the fuck <laughs> Oh, even oh wow, even crazier. Geffen did not tell Weezer that they had negotiated with Microsoft to include the video. <laughs> Holy shit! The band nice. members, none of whom owned computers, were oblivious <laughs> to the implications. <laughs> <laughs> According to Wilson, I was furious because at the time I was like, "How are they allowed to do this without permission?" Turns out it was one of the greatest things that could have happened to us. Of course it was, because I think that's still a huge part that propelled their fucking career, was the fact right. that this literally just showed up on anybody that had Windows 95. The only video you have is the video of Buddy Holly. Yeah. And it's what? <laughs> and it's 19... the first fucking album! What the it's fuck? 1994, so, you know, it's not like a... the internet's still oh. not big. Oh, it's hard. So it, you it, didn't have slow. the, uh, like... Uh, what do you call it? Going viral situation. I'm still waiting for. Uh, I'm still waiting uh, three hours for. Um, Dial up. A poster <laughs> of like the, the Matrix. Pa- the yeah. Matrix. Or something. Yeah. Pam, Pam and Tommy porn vid, dude. One yeah. pixel <laughs> at a time. Pam and Tommy porn. <laughs> My parents had a cubicle. So, like getting porn was tough. Like I. Hey, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Ours was in the living room. It was like you had the couch here. Tougher. <laughs> you watched TV there. Yeah. And then there was a desk with the t- the monitor there. And it was like, 
you couldn't look up any shit that was weird. Yeah, porn was porn was tough back in the day. But even posters were hard. To look up motive. Mom, get off the phone. I'm about to see a tit. <laughs> one, one tit. <laughs> one tit. <laughs> I remember, um, so uh, one of the one of the greatest parts about the song, one of the greatest things about the song was always it always uh, told me that like uh, being who you are, it's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, like, you don't have to don't, don't worry. Like you know, I'm uh, you know I'm your buddy Holly. You're my very uh, solid more. It always kind of like was uh, like don't worry how you feel, like how you sh- uh, how other people think about you. Yeah. Like you're okay to just be who you are. That's always that's what I got from the song. For so even when I was heard it as a kid, I was like. Yeah, that's what this song's about. It's not like, don't worry about how you how you feel for the people. Well, it's just like they say, why do you got a front? Why you got a front, man? Why these homies got a front? Dissing my girl. Why do you got a front? Why did we ever do these guys? That makes them so violent. Yeah. It's my favorite. That's great. And also, a great video. Awesome video. Awesome video. We love it. You even got the fucking, uh, you got the man there, Henry Winkler, hitting the fucking jukebox at one point. Great. Yeah, dude. I forgot about that part. They, yeah, they got Fawn's fucking coming in and banging that jukebox. Man, that jukebox, man. Yeah. And it's a great song. And it, again, it's the, the um, sort of like um, what Weezer makes. Weezer, you know, even, like putting those lyrics in like, like um, you know, why do they have to front, you know, that sort of whatever you do the guys. Like it's sort of like um, kind of like blends in the sort of like uh the speech of the day oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and like yeah. also makes it fun and also like kind yeah. of it, it, it sort of like ingrates into like society the and like song it, it works. definitely fits like it would go but it, you see that but again going back to you see the guy playing the song like what the fuck are these guys yeah right okay these guys are singing the song yeah, like, yeah. holy shit okay it's well, fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think a massive unspoken hero of Weezer is fucking Matt Sharp, which is the bassist that does the background vocals of yes. the like barely oh, audible, yeah. like like this is the falsetto yeah. falsettos on every song. Uh, he is like, I think he's what makes the fucking band, honestly, and what makes it personable to me. He had to mm. practice for that. Okay. Like he didn't. He was like, oh, really? Yeah, they like when they first started playing. They were like, oh, yeah, you can be backups. And he was like, okay, well, I need you to really be higher than Rivers. And he was like, all right. Like, and he had to, like, <laughs> he had to work on it because it was, the, it yeah, was I hard. Withdrawn, I think they really make uh, they make the band. Oh, yeah. Not it's so powerful. It's not like but, it's, sorry, go ahead, bud. I was saying, not like that 100%, but like he's definitely, a, he's definitely part of what makes these songs work really well. Huge. And I didn't think about it, but it's what makes this song sound like. This would be hilarious if me and my buddies were in the garage writing a song like this. And I think that what, that's what makes Weezer personable as a band is like they don't take themselves so fucking seriously that they have to match key every time. Oh, yeah. They that used everything... to not be that way. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, you're right. They used to not be that way. But that's – yeah, and this is part of the reason why I think made them fucking great is because it's just like it does feel like you're listening to a band just bullshitting in the garage and coming up with a cool-sounding song. Right. Because we, we, we've been, I've been in a garage. I've been in a garage band. And so <laughs> well, have yeah. you. And yeah, yeah it's 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 um, <laughs> it's fucking difficult yes. <laughs> to write shit in the garage. You know, you have uh, parents hitting the garage door, 
Um, this, the, the, the acoustics are terrible. It's oh, all hitting sure. hits, like, uh, that tin garage. Door, yeah. yeah, the door hits back every time. Like I can barely hear any fucking thing. Cops it's getting brutal. called. Fucking yeah. Oh, dude, it's, yeah, it's, it's rough. It's really rough. You got to get like furniture pads and put them over the door, and yeah. you know, get lucky enough. Like my dad had furniture pads, so I was able to get furniture pads for free. But like, fuck, it was tough. Like I remember practicing with Martin back in the day with Alex, our buddy Alex, and like his mom was totally cool with it. But like everybody that would walk past that fucking neighborhood garage door, they bang on it, or and her mom, his mom would come up like. Okay, listen, they're, um, I got calls from the neighbor. They might call the cops soon. It's like, oh, we can't <laughs> practice anymore. And then we go to my dad's place and we practice in, in my old house. And like, but as my dad's like, listen, they call the cops. We got cops coming. But what can we fucking, I always right. thought, oh, and we somehow go to fucking uh, Ricardo's place, his mom's house, practice in a room in Houston, a tiny fucking like cell block, uh-huh. and it would no cops would. Be no one's that. calling the cops that in that work? neighborhood. I just don't in that understand. neighborhood, no one's calling the cops. They don't oh, yeah. call the cops on anybody. I'm in the country. Yeah. Practicing with Martin, with Martin and, and Ricardo. Yeah. And then cops get called. Correct. You go to Houston in the midst of go uh, go to almost the yep. city. You know, I know Story you're talking Lane, about. Uh, yeah. Over there by uh, the old uh, Marquee Theater. Edwards, yeah. And we fucking jammed there for three to four uh, hours. And ever would call the cops. But that out. neighborhood. That it's neighborhood. Like, if you went yeah. to my parents' neighborhood and played. No, no, no one no. would call the cops yeah. on you. Yeah. Also, no one's calling the cops because they don't want the cops there. Right. <laughs> We're just going to create more problems. They may or may not have wars. Right. We get Ricky's, <laughs> we get Ricky's mom making fucking flontas and shit. Oh, in the she's making kitchen, flautas making and Mexican food. rice. And... Right. That's the side note. Mexican food is the jam. Anyways. Oh, jam. Um, uh, <laughs> also, the next... Weezer makes me think about Mexican food. I don't know what it is. but it's Oh, I like this. <laughs> All right. So um, great I'm track. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna splurge hardcore on this. I love. I love uh, Buddy Holly. It's a great song. You got the sweater I song. Now. Uh, so we got oh, Surf Wax America. No, we got the sweater oh, song. Oh yeah, right. I'm done. Yeah, the sweater song. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. was so uh enthused about as a sixth grader thinking that it said the word naked and i was like nudity <laughs> oh, 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 
<laughs> hey, bro. Oh, How are you doing, man? How are you doing, man? Right. Been a while, man. Life's so rad. Ben's favorite, man. <laughs> Don't you? Don't you love him? Yeah, yeah. man. Oh, man. Yeah. You want a beer? All right. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, bro. Like, this is the best, man. I'm so glad you're back together and stuff. Like, this is great, man. Yeah. Hey, did you know, like, about the party after the show? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's going to be the best. I'm so soaked. Like, take it easy, bro. I love that opening this song. <laughs> Your Californian is on point. The yeah. Californian. Yeah. Uh, so we're totally, you just take the 105 and you take that to the 403. Uh, yeah. and hey, oh baby. My I got God. some tangerines <laughs> off the 105. Like, Stuart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, you have to, you have to watch the S, the SNL skit Are called The Californians. Strong? Yeah, it's pitted. Oh. so pitted. No, <laughs> I haven't seen the SNL skit, no. But oh, I know cool. exactly what you're talking about because it's funny because the actual Californian, like, entire conversation at the start of this song has bled into mountain biking culture to where this is how everybody <laughs> I know fucking talks about. Like, bro, there's hey, fucking berms. It's so stoked. It's so gnar, dude. You know, it's crazy that people think that me and you were from California most of the time on the podcast. Yeah, it's, dude, I've, I've heard crazy. that. Before. I've had people tell it. me in person a lot that they thought. I was like, oh, no, dude, I'm just a scumbag. Every time I hear, like, 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 dude, love the podcast, but, man, you guys sound like you're from California. Not, not Mike. Like, Mike's like, yeah, you, we might be from Texas, but, like, for the most part, like, Toronto, Jeremy. You guys from California? Like, nah, man, lucky California, dude. No, no, no. We're, we're Texan bros. There. It's in there, man. It's so funny. Yeah. I say, oh, yeah, dude. Like, I say, yeah, dude. You do. Like, yeah, yeah, but dude. that's, I feel like yours is in California. Yours is Bill and Ted. <laughs> oh, that's where I get my entire personality from is Bill and Ted. Yeah, so that makes like, sense. You guys don't sound like you're from California. You sound like you were raised on Bill and Ted. We're both so. Bill and Ted, dude. Yeah. Well, that's okay. where it comes from. <laughs> yes, <it>, Bill. We're <laughs> in California, right. but you guys. Rock on, Ted. Yeah. Rock on, Ted. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. All right, so undone. Besides having a fantastic fucking uh, uh, video, which I love, the little dog running through and everything like that, it's just a great, fun song. It's it, so it's, good. Again, it also sort of like um, it's a great song for like your first uh, party. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you've. Um, you you not you're kind of like um, not sure about going to the party. Yeah, dude. Go there, like, oh, it's cool. Like, like girls should I go, like, man? Oh, shit, was... girls hey, you cool. heard about this party? Uh, I was thinking about going. Do you wanna? Can I get a ride? <laughs> yeah, like, right. That's right. my favorite. Right. Yeah, my friends don't really want to go. Yeah. Can I get a ride yeah. with you, strange person? <laughs> so right. Don't do yeah. that. <laughs> Don't ask strangers to take you somewhere. You know, that was the thing Uber. in high school. That was the thing in high school. People you barely know. You're just like, fuck, a ride is a ride, dude. Dude, a ride is a ride. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying gas, grass, or ass, but I'm saying in high school was a different story. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, we we do out here, dude. Like. I'll wait for my mom picking up, dude. I get your ride. Oh shit, cool. We can. I can be home before my mom gets here and get get home. My mom's my mom's already like left to pick me up, and she gets home. She's like, "Where the fuck were you?" Like, <laughs> 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 like to take me home and shit. And yeah, it's just like, oh, dude, you fucked up. Bro. <laughs> you gotta call. Man. You gotta call. My Nokia uh, died. I'm sorry. My Nokia broke. <laughs> oh. I was playing too much Snake. Yes. <laughs> It 
was a very turd four day, so I had played a lot of snakes <laughs> way early on. <laughs> Thirty minutes of credits left. I, I think I can, make, I can build the snake out. I'm level four, baby. Um, yeah, dude. Cuomo said on this song, he said it was supposed to be a sad song, but everyone thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> Which I get. I'm hey, what's gonna... up? Not much. Did you hear about the party? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to go, but like um, my friends don't really want to go. Can I get a ride? <laughs> oh, no. And that, my favorite part oh, is, the, oh, oh, no, it goes. It goes. It goes. It goes. Bye, bye, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I sink and, and I, I die. die. <laughs> I love that fucking part. Yeah. Um, everyone after at, after this point here, go watch the Californians on SNL. It's the best, and <laughs> then compare it to Jeremy's Californian voice. It's <laughs> spot on. <laughs> I gave you more. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, in there, uh, the actress. Mm-hmm. What's her name? I can't think. Can't of remember it. her name. No. Uh, from like bridesmaids. Yep. But she's the best. Like, Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Yeah, like, yeah, she's she's like, oh my god. She's great in that movie too. Yeah, yeah. it's great. <laughs> what are you doing here, Stuart? Stuart. <laughs> um, she's everybody's like cr- almost on the verge of like cracking like hardcore. Oh yeah, they're, they're I love doing that. They watch that um uh with James Brolin when James Brolin comes yeah. in, he's like the doctor. He's like, dude, I like I said like man like like. Yeah, you came you came in. You said you had some gallbladder problems, but I didn't think it, you know. I don't think it's a gallbladder, man. I just think like <laughs> it's and you need some more high C fiber, man. And it's like it's so fucking funny. You know, like, shorts the whole time. It's anyway. it's supposed to be you like you sound a like a lot of my mountain biking friends right now. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. I love it. Flashbacks of Friday, dude. Holy shit. Flashbacks of Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, you got any more lyrics to read? No, I got nothing on that. Yeah, you get her here. If you want to destroy my shredder, my shredder, not the my nine, shredder. Not the <laughs> if you want to destroy away. my master shredder, <laughs> <laughs> super shredder, dude, super um, shredder. Uh, uh, watch the watch me unravel. I'll soon be naked, lying on the floor. Lying on the floor is like, come undone. I just think it's more like I got too fucking wasted and I'm on the floor and I'm mm-hmm. undone. And, I'm, and more likely, you're gonna get fucking half naked. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. your first, you're getting fucked up. How yeah. am I sweating so much? Close come <laughs> off. I know the way so this much. goes. That's, that's <laughs> I ask Don't wear a sweater when you go to your first party. Never, <laughs> unless you're in the snow outside. Right, right. No, this is definitely California summer. He's wearing a fucking yeah. sweater too, getting blasted. It has to be. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> We got, we got Surf Wax America now. See, it's foaming like a bottle of beer. The wave is coming, but I ain't got no fear. I'm waxing down to that Agoria Pass. I'm waxing down because it's really a blast. Don't turn because I don't like a face. I'm in out because I hate the rings. A rat's a bunny running, running the lanes. I'm going Foaming from the bottle of beer, the wind is coming, but I got no fear. 
watch it down because it's really a blast. It's this fun punk song, man. It is. It it's is. so great. I really like that. You take your, your card to work. I'll, I'll take, take my board. board. When, when you're out of fuel, I'll do It's so yeah. great because it's just like, it's a very Californian. Sure. Song. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you guys go take your cars. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I'm going to take my board shit, because yeah. my job is surfing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, but like uh, uh, pro tip, uh, get a car. Yeah, get a car. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, it's car. It cars are little, pretty sick, dude. Cool, man. Specifically fun. in Texas, it gets you a little farther than the beach. Yeah, be well, got on your board in a sweater, you know, fucking get you. I get shot. But I think songs just it, 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 uh, another great thing about this album is it, it's about being young, man. Yeah, it's, it's young, fun. like it's um, very straightforward. Yeah, straightforward, like like you know, uh, you get in a fight with your mom. Get to fight with you. You couldn't fight with your mom. Get out of get here with that. Your dad, like, <laughs> I can't. You know, I get upset about it. I'm getting on my board, bro. Like, I'm, I'm gonna hit it up on the streets. I'm gonna hit it up on the fucking Miami streets, and I'm gonna hit it on the Florida streets and California streets, man. I can't. building, baby. No. Yeah. No more from you. Okay. <laughs> but, wait, but I think that's what the song's about, though. It, it, like, get to fight with your mom or dad or or family figure, and like, fuck you. I'm I'm out. I'm right, you just I'm, go I'm, out. I'm, You're like, escape. I'm out. It's like playing music. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, like it. And it's why I love the song so much. Besides the the great song that it is, oh, the punk song. Yeah, it, this is true punk though. It's not like you're listening to with like uh, with uh, the 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 older older not older but the newer newer oh, like uh, uh, offspring or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not there. This is a classic punk. This is like where I've been with the Amol and the Sniffers or something. Yeah, it's a it's a classic punk song, and it kind of shows you what like uh, the diversity that that uh, Winter has. They can play everything. They did. They cool. they went from like punk to like pop to like all of it. It was great. It's fun. Very and broad. I, it's yes. very broad, and that's what makes a great band. Yeah. You know, uh, eventually, you know, eventually we'll get we'll get into the next album, which is completely different. I know. You, I, you listen to we it listen today. To it today. It's totally different. Yeah. And then the, the third, not the third album, but the fourth album with Melodroid. Melodroid's very different. Oh, fuck, man. That that is a. Whew. We're definitely yeah. we got and young. We're gonna yeah, get, we'll get, we'll get into that. But there's anchor in the next album, uh, green album. It's a little more lighthearted. But then we get to Melodroid. Melodroid's back to that fucking sort of anger mm-hmm. and which, yeah. which I, depression. Is it, depression. Yeah. Death. Yeah. Death and destruction is one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> it's so good, dude. <laughs> Great solo on that album too. But uh, surf wax America, man, love it. It's fun. If any super straightforward song, super fucking. Straightforward. Yeah, yeah. If if you're a kid, fucking in the they you don't need to be like burbs. a suburban. Or yeah. The, yeah, the burbs. You used to be a kid and be like fighting with family. Like I just want to get the fuck out and ride my scooter or my bike or go run or some shit. This song kind of does ooze uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. <laughs> <I think. laughs> oh, man, that does make it more. They don't primus though this time, I guess, or no effect. Oh right, dude. <laughs> That soundtrack is killer, dude. Yeah, Tron. Actually, I, I want to mention that to you. Uh, I think someday we actually need to cover Tony Prox's go, uh, Tony Tony Hawk Pro Skater <laughs> this album itself. Oh my god, I would love to fucking do that, dude. That's yeah, so I think fun. A lot of people like there were songs there that I've already heard like years before, but when the album came out, it blew up like crazy. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With fucking uh, a lot of people were introduced to Motorhead throughout that album, actually. Yeah. 
Yeah, Motorhead, oh. uh, Primus, Primus is on that album. People like Primus was big on that, yeah. Race car, uh, uh, Jerry was a race car driver. All that shit was on there. Wow. Hell yeah. But I, but I, I, I play the game. I have a love Pro Skater. Pro Skater 1 and 2 are great. But like, I was like, so I've good. heard the song before. But Anyways. Um, well, we're up we, to next one, which is so? a... hit of the album right yeah it's a big hit yeah. i they made they made like this was their fucking i it's no windows 95 <laughs> <laughs> which i thought made them the biggest thing on earth but this song apparently has a lot more following than any other song on here does i thought buddy holly was bigger than this one but apparently this one's fucking it's a getter and i remember in one of the first bands i was ever in we used to play this as a cover song and i loved this fucking song, no matter how many times I played it, it was just so fun to fucking play, dude. Yeah, it's a, it's a great cover song. It's a great song for bands to learn. I think it's a great, it's also uh, really well known, sort of like in the uh, karaoke theme. Everybody's, oh, yeah. Everybody's, yeah. If, if they have a karaoke bar, they're playing fucking saying it. So at least like three times a night. For sure. Shit like that. The, but, the, um, the sun is drowning in the flood part, like to hit the fucking note and hold it. Like, oh, yeah. ah, it's man, insane. The sun is drowning in the mud. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And this is solo that falls again. This is a, like you were talking about earlier. A river's fucking solo is oh. it's separate from everybody else's solo. Yeah. And this is a textbook fucking fantastic river solo right here that comes in that. I, ha I, ha I have one that will, uh, I think I have one that will might be better later on. Oh. But, yeah, I, in my opinion, though. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is best, but I think this is like, this is his signature fucking sound. Like, it, it, oh, it, definitely. Signature sound, yeah. He has a signature sound, yeah. It is like almost like an 80s synthesizer guitar in the way that he plays it. It's so like, ah, I just oh, love that. wow, so, you're right. Dude. Jesus and Christ. And so all the synth guitar sound and then fucking just hitting keys on a keyboard. It's so fucking sick, dude. I love right. it. That's I agree. So I agree. Ridiculous. And this is um, one of the best written fucking songs I've ever like lyrically wise. Yeah, it's fantastic. It 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 can talk. It talks about the summer. 
It talks about childhood, adulthood, mm-hmm. or mi- middle middle adulthood. Uh, it talks about just like everyday life as maybe say a preteen or mm. a child. I think it, it does it every it does everything in this one song. Sorry, I got go some fun facts for yeah, you please. here. Fun facts. So the final single, "Say It Ain't So," was inspired by Cuomo, mm. incorrectly but sincerely, mm. believing as a child that his stepfather was becoming an alcoholic. Mm. Which oh, fed, I always thought that's what it was. Yeah, me too. Me too. Which fed Rivers' fear about losing his stepfather the same way he lost contact with his real dad. Oh. So this song isn't necessarily about his real dad. It's about the fear that his stepdad is going to turn out the same fucking way. Ah, wow, dude. Isn't that crazy? I read that and I was like, well, that just got deeper than I expected. Gotta love right. having you on, Joe. You've got these little fucking quips that have just like, <laughs> changed found... my opinions of a song that I've probably heard a thousand times. A thousand times. Agreed. And it's been played out Caesar a thousand media. times. Oh, my God. So good. I can't, comfort, can, I can't confront you. I never I could do. Which way I hurt you. To try, try and be cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> what I say? This way. I want to start it from a read and take it back every day. <laughs> hey, to be cool. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Me, me, Tron, and, and Robert and Martin played this song on my birthday one year at my dad's old house. Was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, dude. And we were all, I bought Bobby a bottle of uh, Patron tequila. That's a good We were choice. all hitting that tequila. Yeah. Man. We, were, we were probably likely wrestling with Jimmy that day, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, that sounds like a good well, I choice. I do know this. My favorite part of my dad's old story is that this is the night where Tron. Uh, would sleep in the clothes basket. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it was very comfortable in there. Yeah, it was very comfortable. Just very cozy. There's this span of three years of my life that I would just wake up in random places, be it like, <laughs> so, like literally, it would be a stranger's closet one time. There would be like all the craziest fucking places that you would ever. Yeah, there's a lot of my 20s I don't really remember, but <laughs> I, I'm glad I have people to remind me. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> And we, you know, me and my dad, I'd always bring my daddy guys shows. Like, I always bring my dad to this. Dude, show. he was always so fucking down, dude. Yeah, my dad was your favorite. My dad was a big fan of your. your, oh, your oh, band, dude, so. so great fucking seeing Kurt up there every time, dude. Um, so, I, I gotta mention this. One of the greatest choruses of all time. I right? love it. Your Regret- drug is a heartbreaker. Is your a drug fucking heart. Ah, dude. Is, my love is a life taker. Like fuck. Like it is like so right. compelling and like powerful. Every oh. fucking time, dude. It's insane. Yeah. You know, we, we're married to beautifully amazing, understandable women. And every time I, th- you know, back in the day, I was like, oh, I just love that. The great, great lyric. But like now, mm-hmm. as an older person, it's like, I can't help but look at my wife. You know, it's like, it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know shit they have to put up with. <laughs> it's so compelling, man. It's yeah. so compelling. Your love is a life taker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It was fun. This is one of the greatest, uh, truly. Super. Uh, and I, you know, I'm a, I'm a metal fan. I'm a death metal dude. I'm a metal head all, all day long. But I, I uh, bands like this really know how to mix up the game. You know, yeah. you know, we, 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 as this as the show goes on, we'll definitely do some deep dive and some super hardcore metal metal shit albums. But um, Weezer is one of those bands that it's hard to sort of well. The early Weezer stuff, yeah, it's yeah. hard to really narrow down, like, what this band's all about. It's tough. 
Yeah, they're um, not specifically punk. They're no. not specifically pop. Right, they're right. kind of a little all over the place. And that's how they fit into my wheelhouse. That's how they fit into my wheelhouse. Yeah. Because I'm all over the place. Right. I like all of it. I like the bachata music. I like mm. the country music. I like specifically the R&B of the early 2000s. Um, I like this punk. I like everything. <laughs> Normally, I, yeah, I, I agree with you, too. I, I a very wide range scope of music that I enjoy. And honestly, this... It just I, I don't think it would have fit. Yeah, I don't know how else it would have fit into the wheelhouse because if you presented to me this being a pop grunge or a punk rock band, I don't right. think I would have been like, oh, this is targeted exactly to something that's expected for me to like and I probably won't yeah. like it just based right. off of that. Right. But yeah. the music's so fucking enthralling and good and well-written and how Fun. could you not fall in love with this fucking album? Yeah. I mean, do you guys remember this? I remember this pretty hardcore, but I remember, I remember the, um, do you guys remember like saying like, uh, I'm not sure about you, honey, mm. but like Tron, maybe, um, do you guys remember like talking about like, yeah, I like Weezer. They're like, you like, you like fucking Weezer? And it's like, yeah, I like Weezer. Like, like why? Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you'd have to they... defend yourself. No, yeah. yeah defend yourself. I, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Like, like, like it's a, it's not just your average fucking band. It's a really great fucking uh, 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 cabal of fucking great musicians, yeah. man. And you it know was what like it was, it, it didn't, it didn't, it, okay. We like didn't strokes, have to explain ourselves. Like the strokes back in the thousands, like when the strokes oh, came yeah. out. Like, 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 like they're a fucking like amazing band. They're a yeah. great band. So what that they're, uh, this is like around the time to everyone just be like, well, they're fucking sellouts, dude. And it's just like, right. well, so that makes, because a but, <laughs> Yeah. There's something that pissed me off all the fucking I feel time. Like Tron. I feel it's like, yeah, so they finally hit. They're finally successful. It means their fucking music's unenjoyable. You're fucking dumb as shit. No, right. that's not how <laughs> right. it fucking works. Uh, this is what bands strive to do, and good for them because they're fucking you know talented enough to be successful or got picked up and found the right avenue. But right. this never happened. We never had to fucking defend Weezer until Hashpipe was a hit. Correct. Right. Which is actually that, hash hash pipe or hash pipe? Sorry. Yeah. Hash pipe. But then, like, but that, that, that's the thing though. MTV fucked that up because we, they, we can't produce a fucking song with a video called ha hash pipe. We can't talk about hash pipe. Yeah. So I was like, oh, weed. okay. You know, I was like, okay. And then it didn't make any sense because it's not about skating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think oh, you can actually um, hit this back up. You know, going back to uh, talking about um, um, see, uh, not too late, Dan. Uh, Dire Straits. Dire Straits. Dire Straits mm. did a. Uh, um, they had a song where uh, uh, I forget what the song's called, but they uh, they mentioned the word faggot in the song. <gasps> yes. Um, but they edited that for the radio back in the day. They didn't want faggot on the radio. So Which is surprising because they usually let anything go back. Anything in the day. back. Yeah, especially yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this 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 faggot's got its own big jet airplane. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. MTV. It's basically yeah. MTV. Yeah. Yeah. Song, yeah. Uh, but like like they edited that back in the day. And I feel yeah. like they <laughs> yeah. edited it back in the day, not Color because TV. they were worried that the word faggot was on there, but because they would be talking about homosexuals, and that was right. just right. Everybody, you didn't talk reason, about that shit. Which is which is fucked up because the song is actually it's in spite of that. It, it's literally yeah. like, yeah. oh, this is some dumb like fucking guy who's listening to Journey's greatest hits mentality <laughs> of what. Of what like reality is. It's what the whole song is about. Like his mentality is like, 
oh yeah, look at this dude. Like, and then him calling him a faggot in that moment is exactly that. It's it's literally him being that stupid that he's just like, this is how he perce- perceives right. this guy. But this dude's wildly successful and living his best fucking life. Right. It, it, it is a it is um, an outside look in how right. other people how other people look at uh, at, cer- at certain other people. Yeah. And, Absolutely. You know, people will never understand that underlay of like, oh, hey, no. you know what? We can fuck with this. We can make this, and hopefully that people understand that this is what we're talking about. And they usually never understand about it. Well, then for most songs, dude, that's like the white white town. I'll never be your woman. Everyone thought that dude was trans for fucking years. It's like no. (laughs) If you listen to the lyrics of the song, he's literally speaking from a woman's perspective. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But of course, you know, people won't look further than the lyrics and go for the tune. And I'm probably guilty of that in my past too. But yeah, that's it's just a you know. Just like with the sweater song, and I thought they were talking about being naked. Yeah, Yeah. like it's you have to really dive deep into them, and that's not a thing that I normally do. Right. Well, and you don't have to, and I don't blame people that don't. Jasmine is exactly like that. I she I doesn't care at all about lyrics, and she's into like a good sounding tune. Yeah, I will sing all of the lyrics and be like, I have no idea what this song is about. (laughs) There have been songs I have the same exact perspective on. Yeah, (laughs) I creep. From TLC. Or WAP. Oh, my God. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> but I will say, um, my dad was the first guy that actually got me to understand lyrics, which is cool. I like and that. And you should understand lyrics. You yeah, should. you should. Uh, you but, should. You sh- but, but you, you can also, as a, as a certain age and maturity, you can understand lyrics and you can play around with them. Like, you know, we talk like, you know, uh, with, the, with some of these Weezer songs, there's, there's, there's some misogyny there, but it's not real true misogyny. It's more like, Playing it's insecurity. It's insecurity. Yeah. It's insecurity, but also like people maybe hope I'm hoping people like you understand where I'm coming from with this. Yes. Like I, I'm playing from I'm playing on a different side, you know, yeah. whatever. But um, but yeah, it, it's it's an interesting thing, you know, uh, growing up and going back and you know, there's a there's a, a Pantera song on on the uh, vocal display of power uh, where um, some people could take it place as like a, a, a sort of like a, a KKK sort of resolution, but it's not. It's more like here we are. We are two different skins, mm-hmm. and for some reason we keep fighting over, uh, keep fighting this shit, and there's no reason to fight anymore. It's bo- it's it, it's a waste of time. We get the same people. We're still we're blood, we're flesh, yeah. and we still keep fighting it. And it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. And you know, for some, you know, if people want to dig deeper on the old school way, you have the liner notes. You can open a book up and you can look in the CD case and like, oh, here's the lyrics. Uh, but someone just goes and plays this song, this Pantera song, like, oh, yeah, it's great. These guys are fucking totally for the KKK, like a hardcore, like white power. No, it's not about that. It's more like it's more about we are the same people. We're all fucking meat inside. And for some reason, people keep fighting about this and it's a waste of fucking time. We should just embrace each other. And some people don't want to realize that. Yeah. And it's hard for some people to not realize that. But, right. hey, you know, something tra- great, something train color from Pantera is about conformity and fucking make and and producing a popular album and how much how hard it is to do it's that insanely oh. fucking hard to do it's oh. not, yeah it's not something that just gets handed to you the amount of work that goes into it is for so for some specific and the reason why i think a lot of pop bands catch shit is because all the music's kind of pre-written in a lot of cases right. and i'm right. not saying that's it's very generalizing to say that but in a lot of cases yeah. the music's written for you by the producers they, they got it figured out they got your beat they've got the right. tune you're that you go face. you're yeah. the face you're the mascot right. for the music which is fine 
And I think that's why it catches so much shit. But at the same right. time, if you're really putting something together like these guys are, it's work. Even yeah, though it's, it is work, yeah. Yeah, it, even though it's, again, probably just these same songs they were just jamming in their garage, like the fucking next song's going to be. Uh, mm. Literally, it's it's like going from something that you're just jamming where you're playing the drums in the kitchen to being a world-renowned band overnight right. is got to be one of the most difficult fucking things oh, ever. I, can, I cannot imagine it. It's kind of mess with it. you mentally like nobody's business. I can't imagine. Because oh, you're like from just being a normal kid to now being like, I'm hot shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like, trying not like, to think like, that you're Ramones hot shit. Ramones writing a song called Beat on the Brat. Yeah. To make it a mm-hmm. great I beat on the brat, beat it on the brat, beat it on the brat with, with the a baseball, baseball bat. bat. <laughs> it's, 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 like that becomes like a fucking like national hit. Yes. Like, right. Like, Sheena is a punk, a punk rocker. rocker. Sheena is. It's, it's a, a big one. But the thing is, though, that's why I always tell people when they want to get the guitar, you need to practice fucking Ramones because that's how you get into standard chords and shit and figure out playing guitar. But, like, yeah. like that's a big thing, though. And like, this like, fits, too, dude. Like, <laughs> like, it's almost like the album went into it really not knowing how to play instruments at all. They just had an image, and they're just like, we'll figure this shit out. Let's fucking get it together, and we'll fucking right. get from there. Right, right. Yeah. There's no solos. Like, like say, I, I go back to the Misfits. There's no Misfits solos until Misfits got with Michael Graves. That's, like, into like the later mm-hmm. 90s to 2000s. Right. And they got solos, you know. There's, there's, like, fun fucking solos in there. But, like, you know, um, it, it. listen, anybody listening to the show... We talked about the last episode with the last circuit album. Being a band is very difficult, so, especially for them. It, the music that they write too is is completely different than fucking Weezer's music. Yeah, right, right. They're very guitar driven, forward, like solo, shit. almost over matching vocals, and yeah. yeah. Me, me and Sean were in a band, and we I had a song uh, about the fly, about Jeff. Cole, I remember that dude. It was, called, it was it was brought. I had a we had Brundle, a song. We opened was, up Brundle the Fly. We opened yeah. up with Brundle the Fly. It was about uh-huh. the fucking fly. So well, I mean, you, come on. You think about it. It's like you're in a relationship. Relationships in general are hard because yeah. you have to figure out how to do life with another person. Right. And now you're in a band, and there's more than just two people in it. Right. So you have four people. One of them is your frontman, so he gets more attention. Then you have to like balance all that out. Right. It's a lot of work. The biggest problem. I, Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Joe. I wouldn't be able to do it because I do our relationship well. <laughs> a Tron would come over uh, at, at my old my old house back in the day with Amy, and we used to practice in the back room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tron yeah. play, would play bass. He was a great bass player. Tron's a great bass player. Thanks, and uh, we would uh, we it was me, him, Martin playing drums. We had we had uh, we had Rob in there mm-hmm. to play guitar. And uh, I thought it would be a cool thing for us all to do. And I know we're going way off base with cool. fucking Weezer. We'll circle it back. We're only a couple more episodes, a couple of uh, uh, tracks left. But like, um, I thought it would be cool to do. Um, uh, uh, what's, what's the word? Uh, uh, like like a story, a story epi- uh, album. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Concept, like concept album. album. Yeah, concept we would do a concept album. album. And I, yeah. I remember, I remember messaging, uh, texting Toronto. It's like I want to do a concept album. And uh, I don't know if you remember Strong or not, but like, like that was the big thing. I was like, I want to do a concept album. I want to do some fucking medieval, I like, love the idea of doing some Hobbit obviously. shit and some yeah. fucking, like, like some sort of Legolas shit, some, some, yeah. shit. and you're really totally down for it. You come up, we, we, we practice like hardcore in the back, and AB be up front with Bryce is like fucking like a, a year or two year old just rocking and rolling over there. <laughs> but we're out there, we, we're in a room with no door, we're just yeah. jamming in the back by a laundry room, and we're just killing yeah. it. Like, for, like, hours jamming this shit. Well, I remember that. I remember the first time I ever played with you guys, <clears throat> you gave me 
Rab actually was like, hey, dude, you want to play bass? And I never played bass before in my whole life. Right, he's like, right. we have a show in three days. <laughs> Learn how to play an hour's worth of music. <laughs> Got it. You did it? Yeah. Oh, we did video, it, and we had fun. Exists. It was Cardi's, I think. No way. Yeah, Amber has that video. Oh. Yeah. Are you fucking serious? I want to see that so bad. Yeah, Amber, Amber has that video. We'll get it from her. Amber recorded yeah. it, so Amber has that video. Just get your hands on that. I would love to see it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we called ourselves at that time. Actually, it was I don't even not, remember what our name was either, dude. Yeah, I don't remember the band name, but I I remember we played we played Cardi's twice together. Yeah, so, it was a good show. I it always love I always show. loved that because Pantera played at Cardi's, and so for me, like, it's a big fucking deal to have the same yeah. stage that yeah. Pantera. And played also, uh, but 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 uh, besides Pantera, Deftones played there too. So was, oh, that was a yeah. big thing. Oh fuck, Deftones and Pantera played here. Fuck, this is definitely a place to play. It was so. such it. a cool venue, dude. It was in the hood. Mm-hmm. That's where all the cool venues are. They always are. I remember seeing you guys on Washington and Washington. It was a fucking garbage hole. Oh. Like you guys went there, it was like there was no air conditioning the whole time. Fans were just blowing from like corner to corner. <laughs> and me, and my dad was like, I was happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, that was a shit. fucking. Excellent show, dude. Yeah, it was so fun. And, but yeah, it's it's the conditions are fucking terrible, but people make shit happen. It was Mangoes was another fucking great venue there. There was so much. Mangoes cool is good. Yeah, Mangoes is good. Yeah, but those are those are times of old, man. In the garage era, I would say. Yeah. Oh. Let's, let's go into it. Go into it. In the garage. It. My Segway. favorite song. On this, this is whole your favorite album. song. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. I can't dude. choose. Yeah, my favorite song. I've got Dungeon Master Guide. Crawler to waiting for me. me. Yes, I do. That's a fucking great old <laughs> song, man. I love it, man. So Kitty I, Pride was uh, from X Men, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Nightcrawler too. And Nightcrawler too. Yeah. yeah. He was one of my favorite X Men. But Twelve Sided Dice. He's used in the Magic Dungeon and Dragons. He's used in Dungeon Dragons and uh, uh, Magic. Oh, okay. So yeah. The card. Oh no shit. Yeah, yeah. We used to meet when me and uh, Martin and Ricardo used to play Magic. We, we had Twelve Sided Dice. I like yeah. this. So this is what fucked me up with this song. He's he then goes on to talk about I've got posters on my wall, favorite rock group Kiss. It's Kiss. Got, it's really it's really and Peter Chris. And, and Peter I was like, Chris. is is this what people that are cool listen to? Because I've <laughs> always <laughs> always fucking despised Kiss. 
I've despised Kiss. everything I they've about. I fucking hate everybody that's in Kiss. I, I, there's, I, oh god, damn it! I, I fucking despise maybe, that band. Maybe it's just like the what they figured as nerdy people. So you know, if you're playing D and D, I think I think the, I think magic. the suburb or whatever River Como grew up in. Kiss is probably like, oh, that's that's nice and same as well, and it's shit, kind of like so. you're you're being the nerds. You're playing D and D. You're watching X Men. Reading, X-Men. reading, whatever. It's you're reading X Men. Um, and then you have Kiss because you're like, oh, I'm kind of nerdy, but I have to like all the music ah. that everyone else likes, so that I'm not. Because if you're sticking to the nerd theme, why wouldn't you fucking polish it off with Rush? Agree. Oh, Rush, or, oh, it Rush so or, or yes, yes. Also. <laughs> um, Yes is, play- yes is more nerdy than fucking Rush. It definitely is way nerdier than Rush. Starship Troopers, man. Fuck yeah. Rush. That nerdy song. Love yeah. that song. It doesn't rhyme as well. <laughs> That's what it is. You need Peter, like, Chris, and Kiss to rhyme. Yeah, it's like my favorite rock group, Rush. <laughs> <laughs> I got Getty Lee. Yeah, it doesn't work. Alex Lifeson. Yeah, it doesn't work. I have a crush. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it doesn't work. No, oh. it doesn't. Does fall apart. Pert's <laughs> a hard one to fucking one. rhyme That's with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way I love my wall, though, because he's just a bitch. But I, I, but it all rhymed perfectly together because, yeah, because Kiss had that that, that whole like the uh, the cat, the demon, the whatever, and that's a very nerdy thing. Yeah, and, it's, you know. they're nerdy, but so it it kind of all goes also, together. Also, I want to mention this. For anybody listening to the podcast. Nerd is basically an obsolete oh, word. Oh yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, that does exist. Anymore. Everybody's a fucking nerd now. We um, only say um, nerd here because we're old people. Yeah. So. <laughs> so what we like, say to our know, kid. When Bryce, when my son Bryce asked me, like, like, am I nerd dad? I'm like, yeah, nerd man. Everybody's a nerd. Everyone's a nerd. That so. doesn't even apply anymore, dude. It's and it's like, so great because like. I'll be like, like, being such a nerd. And he'll be like, everyone's a nerd. And I'm like, okay, fist right. bump. You're Very right. <laughs> you just down, man. This touchdown is fucking killer. Like, nerd. You're a fucking nerd. You're like, football. <laughs> like a nerd. Yeah, you're a nerd. But it used to be a derogatory thing to call somebody. It was, yeah. It oh, was, if yeah. you were a nerd, you were stupid. Yeah, you were, yeah you were, literally, it was just like, no on... one wants to hang out with you. You smell yeah. like fucking face grease. Uh, <laughs> uh, got pimples and fucking you you're breathe hard now. through your fucking mouth and yeah dude right. that was like the you're definition you get fucked really well yeah. yeah dude if you're a nerd now you can fuck for sure yeah you get i got one i got one that i love here this is actually when i figured out that, that weezer was my friends <laughs> I literally got that warm feeling as a fucking kid when I heard this song, and this was actually the song I was like, Weezer are my friends. It says, I've got electric guitar, I play my stupid songs, I write these stupid words, and I love yeah. everyone. Every word. Yeah. It's, uh, great, it's great lyrics, dude. Yeah. I, 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 to yeah. me, I was just like, dude, that's exactly how I fucking feel. Yes, that's exactly. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And I love every word. Yeah, great fucking Waiting shit. there for me. Yes, I do. I do. And it, th- this solo in this track oh, is my favorite solo of this thing. So great. sick. Such a good one, dude. Great solo. It's a, a classic Rivers Como fucking beautiful the, sexy this solo. Is textbook awesome. again, dude. Just that amazing fucking sound. It, it doesn't need to last long. It doesn't need to be showy. It just no. needs to like really pop the song a little bit and then just mm-hmm. fucking go away. And that's how right. I feel about solos all the time. I love yeah. a solo that just comes in, pops the song, and then fucking fucks off. Right. Yeah, it like yeah. pumps you up, and then it's like, okay, here's our lyrics again, and let's right. end it. 
Unless it's like Van Halen. I, I, I'm with the solo. Yeah. Play the solo for like two minutes. I'm good to go. Uh, yeah. Or Alex Lyson from, from Brush. I, I'm, yeah, I yeah. But I, I used to love like I've got electric guitar. I play my stupid song. Like you said before, Tron. Yeah. Um, I, I, I write these stupid words and I love everyone waiting there for me. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, they're waiting there for you. Great. It's just like Again, it's in the garage. I feel safe like, too. I feel safe yeah, in the garage. That's like, what I, I like. I feel that. Yeah, I like that. No one cares about my ways. Yeah, because I'm Great safe. Stuff, I'm fine. But how dare he say no one hears me sing the song? You fuck. <laughs> you motherfucker. You multi-platinum you know first album piece of shit. No, everybody heard the song and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> and um, you know your mom heard you sing that song. That's what I was Seventy-five thousand oh, times. Oh yeah. What the fuck's going on in here? Yeah. And she's, she's making a casserole in there, and she's just like, "Oh here. my god, he's in the garage again." Are you oh, supposed to switch again. a switch right now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Somebody broken up blunts in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got a strawberry fucking blunt in here right now. No. What's going on? All right. <laughs> All right. Holiday. Holy shit. Heartbeat, heartbeat, 
fucking great. So uh, this is my it's, favorite track off this fucking album. Yeah. It is. It is because this takes me to a place of just fucking pure happiness and joy. Oh, and like Weezer could take you to some dark places with their music, but <laughs> this is like how could a band write this and Butterfly at the same time? <laughs> how is a band capable of writing both those songs? Because what the fuck, dude? Like this is the most joyous, happy, fucking like upbeat. And you didn't always, it wasn't always my favorite fucking song off this album. But it's one of those things you grow older and you're just like, man, there's something that just like, I'm into music that makes me happy. And like this, this would belong on one of our podcasts about songs that make you happy. Yeah. This is, this is fucking a shoe in on that one of those episodes because I'm always happy when I fucking hear this song. I just like the to a strange and distant land where they speak no word of truth, but we don't understand (laughs) anyway. (laughs) So it's like, like being truthful, but we don't understand that. It doesn't matter, well. anyways. Yeah. Let's go away for a while. You <laughs> and me to a strange and mystic land where they speak no more and they all understand anyway. Yeah, I love that song, man. Yeah, it's so good. That's a fucking dream. It's great. It's a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream, dude. Don't bother to pack your bags or your map. We won't need them where we're going. We're going where the wind is blowing, not uh, where we're gonna stay. Fucking great, dude. That's that's like the that's the yeah. life adventure, right? It's there. a life adventure, yeah, man. Like you go, you just fucking like get book that fucking that that pass, figure it out, island, and figure, figure it, out. it out. You go, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I well, fucking love. Just like that scene in fucking freaking Sarah Marshall. Yeah, I got here. And I, <laughs> I I I threw my 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 uh my watch away through time. But how do you tell time? I got a phone. <laughs> Paul Rudd classic. No, I do love Paul Rudd. That's a great fucking movie too, by the way. Oh, I would love, I'd love for us to cover that fucking movie. We will dude. cover that movie. Yeah. It's one of the best movies I of all time. Can't wait till y'all yeah. cover it again so I can watch it. A lot of a lot of us. The gold dick. He's got a big dick. He's got a big yeah. Dick. yeah, it's yeah. He's got a yeah. hammer, dude. He's got, his... he's, got, he's got a nice six inch on him, man. He's Jason Segel. Huh? Is it Jason Seagal? Jason Seagal, okay. yeah. Yeah. So I was like, all I could think of was Steven, Steven's got, and Steven's I was like, like a, <laughs> no, that guy's got a birdie dick for sure. You got yeah. a birdie dick. Man. He wears all them tight pants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cuts off the okay. circulation. Oh, that, but on holiday. <laughs> True statement. Don't wear them tight pants. Go leather with with Seagal for some reason. Jesus. I watched the uh, because uh, he can't get out of them. <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, I, I watched Under Siege too. What, what I want to do on the podcast, I actually want to do. I want to cover. Uh, I told this with Mike before too, but I want to do Under Siege one and two together. All, yeah. all, all three. You know, me, Mike, and Tron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do a sort of. It's not a trilogy, but it might as well be a trilogy. But um, what a difference between two movies. My God. But, and I'm pretty sure he is probably the most hated person as an actor today. Well, he tra- he trafficked he trafficked with younger women from other oh, countries dude. in. He's a piece yeah. of shit. He's, he's a garbage person. He's a we all knew that. We all knew that. We but leather interesting pants enough, can shoot uh, Q-tip tops off from fifty uh, from thirty feet away with a pistol. He's a pretty good pistol guy. Well, that's fun. Yeah, My favorite good. one was when he was fat as fuck and he went to Louisiana to be a cop and they had a show <gasps> yes! out of it. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what I'm talking about is part of that show. That, that oh, uh, really? The first episode is him uh, shooting cute, literally, 
Trom, look this up. It, it, it is impressive. I believe it. I believe it. I, I'm not saying he's but, not. He doesn't have any skills. I'm just saying he is a shit. He's person. a piece of shit. Yeah, you have so die. much homework, Tron. You have to watch the SNL Californians. Californians. You got to yeah. watch whatever the fuck we told you to watch. Steven Seagal shooting Q-tips. <laughs> All of this. You have a lot to do tonight. Well, this a is every episode. Every episode, Jeremy <laughs> opens my eyes up to some new shit I never fucking knew about. And I have to, like, make a side note on a post-it note. And I'm like, okay. All right, all right. Let me go back and start. <laughs> I go check that shit out. That sounds bad. I love <laughs> it. That's a lot of fun, yeah. What, what, what stupid Seagal do stupid shit? But anyway. I love it. All right, what's the last song? The, last, the last song, song is my favorite song. Oh, okay. If I had to choose one, this would be it. But I can't choose one because I like them all. But it's only a only dream. Only a dream. Yeah. yeah. molecules and oxygen and, and carbon, carbon dioxide. dioxide. <laughs> oh, dioxide. Monoxide's not good for you. Monoxide, um, yeah. But I was telling Jeremy today that most people, when I like, am like, which is your favorite song? And right, this right. is their least favorite song of the album. And I'm like, this is my favorite. Stop. Know. Stop. How is that? Your, what? Uh, yeah. Most people that I've talked to, which is probably like three people, um and <laughs> but, but did they all was the consensus that people, they all they yes. all said that everyone i've ever talked to about oh. it they were all like oh it's not my favorite song i don't really like that one and i was like get out i don't like you shall we get super real with each other and pick what our least favorite song off this album is i can't oh, do that um i don't have one honestly but okay we can look yeah hold on i gotta pull them all back i up would again. say maybe 
be oh no i can't pick that it's like fucking uh, it's like uh, picking your least favorite child you can't do it yeah this is sophie's choice for sure i don't want to be you can pick your favorite child but then the other two are kind of like i am being very honest right now i do not have a a least favorite. i don't think i dislike any song on this album at all i i don't i don't have one i'm sorry i don't have one yeah. Okay, no. we'll skip that then. Fuck it. All right, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to cut you off with your story. No, it's okay. I had to go um, look. I was like, wait, do I have a lease? If I if, 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 I have, if I have one thing, I think that only dreams goes on for too long. That's it. Agreed. Oh, it well, does. yeah, we all know that. Yeah. Yeah, but th- th- that's also, my only, like, downfall for the whole album, is that only dreams goes on for too long. It's the longest song. So, it's eight song. Yeah. It's, it's, the it's, last, it's the last song, though. It makes sense. minute song. The next longest song How long is, is it? eight. Eight. Eight minutes. Eight. And there's not a lot of progression there, though. It's just the same. No, no, it's the same shit. It's the same bass line the whole time. The next longest song is the sweater song. And sweater song is five minutes. Oh, really? So The next longest song is five minutes, and it's the sweater song. It kills the song by three full minutes. Okay, so by two minutes and... Well, if you go to B-Sides, you have Susanna. Suzanne. Suzanne. Oh, yeah. But but in fairness, in fairness, Joe, this is the end of the album, so yes, that it should like have an outro kind of you should. correct. You know, I feel like instrumental outro and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it being long is fine with me because it is the last song. But I remember playing the album and just being like, "Oh, this one's coming up, and I like it." <laughs> and then I just play it over and over again. I just I really like the way he describes things. Yeah. I like no, it it's just like the describes things like in there. Yeah, like um, oh, please read some later. Please. I'm looking them up. I'm slower. John, fill us in with. Yeah, yeah. So it starts <laughs> off with, you can't resist her. She's in your bones. She's your marrow and your ride home. You can't avoid her. She's <laughs> in the great. air. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's roll, roll rhyme. Holy so, shit. Yeah. Between molecules of oxygen and carbon dioxide. You guys opened up with that, which is fucking great. It's great. Yeah. But only in dreams, we see what it means. Reach out our hands. Hold on to hers. hers. But when we wake, it's all been erased. And so it seems only in dreams. It just is yeah, so great. great. It's pretty and heartbreaking. Like, <laughs> yes. It's, it's a little you bit walk sad. walk up to her, ask her to dance. She says, hey, baby. I just I might just take, might the, take chance. the chance. You say... It's good thing that you float into the air in the air, and that way there's no 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 way I'll I will crush your, your pretty, pretty toenails, 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 toenails into a thousand pieces. It's like this is the it's thing so is like they're so I'm weird. Not, I'm, not, I'm not a good dancer, so it's no, it's okay. Yeah, but it's it. like there. It's such a weird lyric to say. Um, you uh, can't avoid her. She's in the air, in between molecules of oxygen and carbon mon- yeah. dioxide. Yeah. Like. No one really says that in real life. No one is like, <laughs> oh, you can't avoid her. She's between carbon dioxide and oxygen. Right. And you look at them like, okay. <laughs> and But in the song, it works out great. And then the part where he's like, that way, no, that way, there's no way I will crush your pretty toenails into a thousand pieces. It's like <laughs> my favorite. It like jazzes me up. Only in dreams. Yeah. We see what, see what it means. <laughs> and it, I like how that part, the chorus, too, like, really just builds on each other. You know, like, yeah, he does yeah. the only yeah. in dreams. We see what it means. Reach out our hands. Hold on to hers. Yeah. But when we wake. And it, like, keeps going up yeah. and up. And you're like, wow, yeah. where are we going? What I always thought was cool yeah. about the chorus, too, it was, like, when he's talking, he's speaking plurally. Mm-hmm. Which is, like... 
he speaks for everybody that's been through this shit. Like, uh, right, right. Yeah, and that's what that's another thing that just like strongly connected me to this fucking manager. It's like he's not just speaking about his personal experience. He's like he knows like everybody goes through he's this. Like, at some we, point like, we are doing yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. when we wake, it's all been erased. Yeah, it's for sure. Reach out our hands. Hold on to hold hers. on to hers. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so good. I just I like her. man that that that, 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 op- like that opening is great though. God, oh, so good. You can resist her. She's all she's in your bones. She's your marrow. She's your ride home. That that's a fucking <laughs> that is good. a beautiful. <laughs> it's great too. People it's who like... listen to the show. Like if you're writing a song, like this is like the fucking top, man. This, this is pretty fucking. <laughs> I like that it because it's like she's rhyming, in your rhyming bones. It, writing it like that, like it's just like it makes so much. It, it, I mean, it's close to like Deftones. Like Deftones writes great shit. Yeah. For she's sure, in your bones, but she's also Glass in your ride home. Like, Glass too. <laughs> I like that. She's also your ride home, so you don't fuck that. Over in the crank. Yeah, you, don't fuck that shit up. <laughs> That's good shit. That's a great song. I like awesome it too. I just think it's, it's the only problem I have with it is that it gets a little too long. And there's, a, there's not a lot of like um, uh, playing around with it stuff. Like like play like, like the yeah, messing yeah, around yeah. with like uh, playing some solo or some. There's not a lot of that in that song. But um, it's not a big problem to me. I still think it's great. I so speaking speaking of playing with itself, apparently there's a lot of reviews that I'm reading right now on the solo of the song that all have to do with <laughs> masturbation. Okay, <laughs> I like that. I don't know how it ties in, but it does seem to be a theme of this. Only album. in dreams. <laughs> yeah. The, the, so Sadie Doyle says the guitar solo in Only in Dreams is crafted to fit the structure of sex or really masturbation orgasm, slow rhythmic buildup that gets louder and faster and more static as it goes. <laughs> I think wait, Sadie wait, 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 Doyle's is this? getting is this a little. From? Sadie Doyle. Doyle from what? Random person on the internet. Random person. I yeah. think a music reviewer, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's it sounds like a Yelp. It sounds like a Yelp review. Fuck yeah, it. it really does. A Yelp review. What <laughs> worst Airbnb experience ever? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I was eating Stars. my breakfast, <laughs> I love it. The gate was a little rusty, but um, two stars. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know, if if if, if the, man, that blows my mind. If there are reviews like that about souls in this album, there's multiple reviews about the same soul that all are based on the same thing, and I'm I don't know how you get that out of this at all. Nah, I don't I don't either. I don't, I don't see that. I don't understand it, but it okay. seems to be a theme. <laughs> it's yes, yeah, literally guitar, dude. Like I think people read whatever they want to feel out of it. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure, and I'm sure there's plenty of Reddits on this album alone talking about all kinds of uh, 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 insecurities of River Como himself and mm-hmm. all that. But like you know, whatever, that's fine. One hundred percent. Yeah. But like you know, um, I'm sure there's places, there, there's probably sites out there that you don't even know of Toronto that talk about like headlights, fucking out the CDs or songs. <laughs> You'll never knows, know. dude. I hope they're not. Know. Don't look for them. Oh please! It, I hope they're in the same place my fucking heartbreak journals from childhood are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know about you. I'll find I, it. I don't know if you him. know it's not, but like I, I know there's headlights, uh, uh, live shows on YouTube. I have no idea who posted them on there. Uh, me neither. Yeah, and I've seen some of them, and I'm like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? It's it's right. weird looking at yourself as a child, too. Well, I, like you said, dude, oh, 
oh, please go get with Amber and get that fucking video of us as kids. Uh, playing the show, uh, dude. I, don't talk, I don't talk to Amber too much. But you can ask we're Martin. on the podcast right now, so I don't want to talk about it too much. Yeah. So we'll talk about uh, it after we're done with it. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, anyways, please, everybody, go, let's, go listen to the Blue Album. It's fantastic. Over yeah. and over and over and over and over, over again. again. Yeah, yeah. Like Until your garage. ears bleed. Like your I garage. think we literally have, and I think it's pretty much been grooved into my brain to where Correct. I didn't really need to re-listen to this very much before this part. This is one of the albums I didn't have to because I know I agree. every I agree. song, and I've listened to every song hundreds of times probably. Yeah. We agree, talked man. about it today too because we listened to it on YouTube, and we were like, "Is this the right?" Like oh, order, order that it went in, track? and I was like, "Oh no, I know, Buddy, Buddy Holly came here, and then mm-hmm. this song came here, and I know this song happened, and Only in Dreams is the last song." <gasps> Sorry, I have yeah. makeups, but all I was good. like, "All of these, I know how it goes because I remember sitting in the car, yeah, and right. listening to my my CD Walkman, and yeah, yeah, oh, Discman, no skip, no skip, baby." Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, and yeah. listening to that, <laughs> and those double Vs, man. Like, you could yeah. just like zone out, and you just knew what song was coming next. Right, and I was right, like, right. Yeah, that's... So I know these ones, just like all the Cake albums, I can tell you what's coming next. Right, that's awesome. Oh. Yeah, and so you know right off the bat what's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't know if this is right, but I feel like these two songs definitely are right. Right. <laughs> we listen to the album today. He used to do a sort of like. Uh, to sort of do a cover, you know, make and sure we get, we we get songs it. right. But like, I knew that, like, when we decided to do a blue album, I was like, we listen to this thing so much, I don't need to, yeah, really get it. Doesn't have to be a re listen. Uh, besides, yeah. the stuff that you brought up and the stuff that you brought up, Tron, and stuff that I brought up uh, with the actual behind the scenes of the album, other than that, I know these songs really well. So. And not just that, but I know songs that are on this album that are not, I mean, they're on the deluxe version of this album that are not on this album, like Jamie. Mm. Uh huh. Like, like uh, Suzanne, like Suzanne and Suzanne. Like, yeah, yeah. Also, Jamie is a fucking great one. Suzanne's a really good one too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. that yeah, under like kind of undersold songs, but are also like honestly, if they were on the album, you wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah. You'd just yeah. be like, oh no, this is this is really up the same fucking avenue that what they they're fit. doing at the time. Yeah, they fit perfectly. I miss that too. I miss B sides. Like, there's yeah. no more B sides anymore. There's no more B sides. I lo- I miss B sides. You know. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was very cool. Like we had that whole, um, uh, like I think it's only two songs uh, from Glassjaw. The L, um, L Mark, L Mark, yeah, L Mark was like two songs. But like I remember that came out, we're all like flipped our lids, like losing our oh, fucking mind. Holy oh, shit. holy shit, we got fucking B sides from Glassjaw. Give it to me. I'm paying fucking twenty you, bucks. Anything for it. you want, fuck. yeah. Give me every give, fucking. Give video. it all to me. I don't give a yeah. fuck. I'm into it. I don't it. care. I'll shell out anything for those dudes. <laughs> anything. Yeah, I'll give. I'll give anything. I don't give a fuck. Well, except for the vinyl they're coming out with. Did you see that shit? The what? They came out with vinyl for every one of their albums. Yeah, uh, I saw but that. It's driving me crazy. But yeah, it's pricey, yeah. man. I don't know if I could, do I it, can't do it all. I can't do. It might be my so. favorite band, and I don't think I can do it, dude. It's just too yeah, much. I, I, I think I can do one. I'll do probably everything I know about. Well, that's what everyone else. Yeah, that's a really good one. I'd have to between oh god that one's really fucking good maybe that between that and worship and tribute but yeah worship and tribute baby yeah I mean but blue but but uh, is it blue is it my favorite color or green um that <laughs> of color oh yeah that one that Bang. the coloring book or yeah not, not, not the coloring book not coloring book uh, oh no uh, yeah, yeah my favorite color green or whatever it's fucking yeah uh, that I, I, yeah that is Oof. incredible 
So right when you thought that fucking Daryl Palumbo's voice could handle no more, he screams like a fucking banshee yeah. on that. Movie. That's <laughs> we incredible. talked about last like we talked about last episode with fucking Anthony Green, man. That scream, that bloody scream. Oh. Yeah. Get get Chino, get out. Chino oh. back in the day, and you get fucking Daryl Palumbo screaming like motherfuckers, man. Like, oh, how do you guys, how do, you like guys do this? Like a panther thing? caught in a fucking bear like trap. Bear trap. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So strong. I have captured you saying this on the last uh, Circa album. Because uh, that's, that's, that's exact. There's no other better way of fucking yeah! describing it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, just, God, man, it's curdling, blood curdling fucking screams. Blood curdling, yeah. But yeah, on Blue Album, dude. Uh, Fuck, I mean, this is definitely my intro to Weezer because I don't think there was an availability to have anything else. I definitely didn't okay. have kitchen tapes. No. Uh, I wasn't no. that keen to it. And what a way for a band to like hit the scene and just <gasps> fucking explode massively right off the bat. Right. Yeah. I think this it, is probably the most like um, understated and um, unreally realized how famous these guys got and i don't Overnight. think most people didn't yeah didn't figure out how like how lucky they were sure. when they put this album out specifically specifically we got a the producer of rick ocasek of the cars <laughs> producing your fucking album which is a there, there are some, there's some songs there's some parts in oh. the songs that sound like a car song so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's there there's definitely some like uh uh some uh moving through stereo in this, you know, it's in yeah, okay. So it's, it, I think it's a uh, yeah, it's some shit like that. But also, sorry, the but, keyboard but, stuff a little bit sounds like there's a synthesizer somewhere in there, there's a keyboard player in there a lot of the time, mm -hmm. but <laughs> there's not really, I don't think. But uh, no, there's no keyboard player, not yet. not I've ever seen it, and I've seen him recreate it live several times, and I've never seen right. anyone play keyboard. So it right. does sound like there's like cars keyboard in there, but it's done through guitar, which is fucking awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, dude, uh, I, I, this as an introduction to a band, it couldn't be a better one. <laughs> agreed, agreed. Despite how popular and how fucking like everyone hates things that are successful, but <laughs> fuck, fuck that, dude. Like, good to them. And I fucking love this album to death. And I still, even today, I was with Jazzy in the car just fucking jamming out this album. And it's still so great. It still bangs, dude. It's so, so great. So if you can let your inhibitions song. down and just fucking enjoy it, like, just enjoy it. It's good. <laughs> it doesn't matter how it's many great. times you hear it. It's just good. It's yeah. bangerang. Hell yeah. Bangerang. Bangerang. Hook from Hook. Yeah, it's, it's all there, man. Fucking yeah, it's it's it's, it's fantastic. I love the album. Uh, holds up to this day. Mm -hmm. Fucking nineteen ninety six. It holds up all this time. Ninety four. Yeah, yeah ninety four. Fuck existed. man, that was like Kurt Cobain died. That fucking dude. That's how into grunge. Right, the world was, dude. Holy yeah. shit! And I and I and I love the blue album more than most fucking Nirvana songs. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But this is this is it's a great album. Uh, never, we'll talk about it sometime. But I've never been a big fucking Nirvana fan. But, oh, I was, uh, I was, oh man. Yeah, I, well, I, I I wasn't a kid, but I grew up and kind of figured out like, eh, sorry. Right. <laughs> I, I would I would deep catalog, but we can get onto that a different day. But yeah, yeah. Well, they they became good with Utero, but. Um, yeah. Blow that stuff beforehand. Mm, not a big fan of. But anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, but all right. So Blue Album's fantastic, right? Yep. All right. Cool. cool. All agreed. All agreed. Thumbs up. All, all around. Yes. Yes. All yes. Yes. Thumbs up. I. Uh, Russell Crowe lives. Thumbs up. 
He lives. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. All right, well, um, thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And please, uh, go listen to Blue Album, man. It's, you it. get on Spotify, you get on YouTube. I honestly think you guys should pick up that fucking vinyl. It's a beautiful <gasps> vinyl. It's Target. Blue. The vinyl of blue itself really? is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Did you want about about a free for Christmas? It's a blue vinyl. It's fantastic. It's, it's really nice. And it's, it's so cheap. Cool. I think it's like a 20 bucks. Target. So, you know, pick that up. Um, you also have iTunes, and I think iTunes has it for $10. Sure. It's a cheap album. So oh, pick it up. Awesome. And, uh, you, you know, you, you can't uh, let that shit go. And I will say uh, the next uh, album we go to with Weezer is going to be a huge fucking difference. So oh, get ready. It's night, night and day. It's night and day. Yeah, it's crazy. That the, the elements are kind of there, but like, wow, what a fucking <laughs> savage and more brutal, fucking upsetting, depressing, heartbreaking, album. fucking. Yeah. All, oh my god, yeah. dude. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Tired of sex. That's all I'll say about that shit. Oh, that's such uh, a good song, yeah. dude. Great song. Uh, but um, honey, thanks yes. for being here. You're welcome. And uh, I know you love the <laughs> Weezer. Like, I know you love the Blue Album. And thank you so much for being here talking with me and Tron about this stuff. Thanks Joe, I always love having you on this podcast, seriously. Thanks, Tron. I love being here with you guys. It's a lot of fun. You're always such a gem to have on. And yeah. hopefully we'll have for some more. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. I live here, so. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. <laughs> All right. So um, thanks again. Don't be a piece of shit. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From, I, I think it's uh, me and Tron and, and Joe. We're all like, yeah, don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a good person. Yep. And um, and take care, take care of each other out there. Yeah, and be listen good. to the Blue Album, and then high five some strangers. Yeah, man. Oh get, yeah. Yeah, get in your garage and roll some fucking twelve sided die and fucking rock and roll. Get Kitty Pride, and I got my colors too. And you're fucking rock and roll. Yeah, right? but don't get on the one hundred and five and check out that. No. Over there. no. Okay. <laughs> Check out the Californians. Okay. <laughs> I will. I will after this. It's coming up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> check out the yeah. Check out the YouTube. Anyways, guys, you guys have a great night. Thanks so much for sticking with us the whole night. And Mike, you listen to this. We love you. We love, we love you, brother. Sorry that Fuck. happened to you tonight, dude. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Dick. Fuck that guy. Hope yeah. that that cigarette fucked the last of his entire life. He's a prick. Anyway, when, when Jeremy comes to town, we'll all get together and jump that fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the lookout. That's very, that's very soon. Well, you better get that guy out there. That's, that's a very valuable soon. job as a lookout. Eight, very soon. I wear glasses. I'm good at it. <laughs> Excellent. I've <laughs> got Bryce too. So Bryce is pretty heavy. He's like a, he's like a he's like a hundred pounds. So we can get that fucker in there too, and we'll do some some rugs some some Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, he's got that. Budweiser crash shouldn't overhead. So he's got it. DDT this all fucking right. kid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they got canoes. Chris Sean's got canoes. Chris the crew canoes on their heads. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, you guys have a good night, and uh, please check out check out this album. It's a great album. It'll change your life. I promise it will. All right, you guys have a good night. Later. Bye. Bye. Suzanne, you're all that I wanted.